Oh, there it is, Barrett. It's a football Friday. And yes, I said football Friday, even though all we have this weekend is the Reese's Peanut Butter Cup Bowl and the Pro Bowl. Love them both, man. Love them both. Still football. So, uh, but we got a lot of football to talk about. And that's also why it's a football Friday, because Dougie P has landed in Jacksonville, which I think is not far from where he he resides in one of his houses and plays golf. And now he's the head coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars. And congratulations to him. And, you know, here we thought about a week or so ago that he wasn't getting any love after that first interview that he got, which was like five weeks ago, I want to say, with Jacksonville because they got started early because they kicked uh, Urban Meyer to the curb early. And then where there was all this period where they were looking at everybody under the sun. And I'm thinking, man, maybe Doug doesn't get a job. And then all of a sudden, in the last couple of days, it picked up again. He interviewed a second time and boom, there he is. How much sense does that make? Yeah, how much sense does that make? Yeah, I mean, really, you know, we were talking about it before the show and, uh, you know, you, me and Xander. And it's like it's like this is kind of one of those hires where Jacksonville might have just gotten it right because they were trying very hard for a long time, you know, to sort of maybe get a little too cute, you know, bringing in guys that didn't have a head coaching experience or they had coaching experience in college. And, you know, it just didn't fit. And maybe this is the one where you get a guy who's been at, been at this. He's played in the league. He's coached in the league. He's won a Super Bowl in the league and taken the team to playoffs after that and unceremoniously got, uh, got handed his walking papers and now he's taken a year off, sort of reevaluated. And I'm interested to see what kind of staff he puts together, because that was maybe the rub here in Philadelphia that, uh, you know, he after Reich and DiFilippo and a couple other guys got plucked off, he wasn't able to replenish it right the right way. So I'm really curious to see what he does here. Maybe DiFilippo goes back down there and joins him. Who knows? But I'm excited for him. Uh, I'm going to be, you know, it's another team that I can kind of look at. And, you know, I I like Doug, so I'm going to kind of, you know, hope he succeeds. And I think he might come in here next year in the fall with his Jaguars and and, uh, Trevor Lawrence (laughs) and kick the Eagles ass. (laughs) Come on, man. Come Come on, on, man. man. But, hey, man, you're absolutely right, man. He he has a pedigree now. You know, he's a Super Bowl winning coach. Right. Which leads to more credibility. They had to bring in, Khan had to bring in somebody with some credibility. You know, Myers came in um, with a blemish on his record. Right. He came in to, and, and tried to win the players that he never did. Mm-hmm. At least Doug has some credibility behind him. Right. He's not only won a Super Bowl as a player, but he won one as a, a coach. He coached mm-hmm. him. So he's a legitimate guy. He played in the league for a long time, quarterback in a long time in the league. Yeah. Those players see those type of things. They see those kind of accolades. And and I'm telling you the truth, man, they're, they're going to they're gonna rally behind him. They didn't have the worst roster in the world, just so you know. Mm-hmm. They have a really good quarterback, really good offensive line. They just needed, you know, a way of of, of taking and, and and bringing those things together, bring everything as a total unit together. Urban Meyer, it was the, you know, there was nothing as far as cohesiveness on that team. Period. You see, they you see how they rallied around um, Bevel at the end of the year beating the Colts and kicking them out the playoffs. Right. You know what I mean? So, yeah, they, they have a squad. It's just, you yeah. know, they need to be brought together. Well, that's, that's the, a great pick by them. That's the other thing, too, is if Carson stays in the division with the Colts, he's going to be going up against Doug twice. Well, at least we'll get Reich against Doug. We do know that for two times a year. And then you got you him coming said, in here. 
You still saying uh, he might not be there? <laughs> well, I don't know. I mean, he's the second favorite to go to, to uh, Tampa Bay, according to an offshore book. Uh, you know, I don't know what anybody does with some of these quarterbacks this year. I think there's going to be a lot of flux, a lot of chaos is what yes. I'm rooting for. Yes, yes. And yes, I will be interviewing uh, with Doug for a position on his staff when I'm down in Ponte Vedra in two weeks. Well, look, look, so let's look, just look. make that very clear. The text is already sent. Yeah. I hate to do it to you, Xander. <laughs> <laughs> Offensive line assistant coach, yes. Brooks. <laughs> right. Now, now, what would my title be? What is that title for the guy that puts together the tapes of the of the team that you're playing? Um, gets the coffee. What what is that title? Sounded like grad assistant is in college. Yes, it's, it's a um it's what David Shaw was when he first started exactly. in the NFL. I gotta get the title because that's the job that I'm gonna interview for. When that's I'm down exactly. there. And that's how you go up through the ranks, man. You yeah. don't have a coach. I I tell you what, man, I, I'm, I'm so pissed off I turned that down when I was with the Ravens. Right. I turned it down, man. I, I should have took it. I should have took it and ran with it. Yeah, I don't necessarily want to move up through the ranks, Barrett. I just want to stay there. <laughs> Quality control. There that's it is. The Quality control. Yep. Quality control, coach. And I'll just stay there and live in Ponte Vedra and, you know, be able to play golf. Yeah, I mean, you can go to a couple of Florida games if you want to. Sure. You we'll know the, I mean? It's- we'll go to the largest outdoor cocktail party. I still call it that. I don't care what the PC people say. <laughs> That's what it is. And we can go there. We can go down to the swamp every once in a while. Right, we'll have a right. good time, man. Right, right. It'd be yeah. perfect, man. It'd be perfect, man. I, I know all you have to do is you'll be able to buy a house big enough that you could have just one, you know, the, the garage for me. I'll just come down and sleep in the garage, man. Right. You, know, you ain't got to yeah. bring me in the house. I'll just sleep in the garage. Right. You know? but, but, <laughs> right. I would be a quality control guy that would want to be in on the draft, though. I want to have right, a right. say, you know, as to the college talent. Like you exactly. and me be going over film of college players all all year long. Oh, you'd be sick yeah. of me, man, because I can sit down and watch film on college players all uh-huh. day, all day. Long. Yeah, and, you know, and they be calling me like they call um uh all day. I'd be all day number two. You know all what day. I mean? <laughs> Adrian Peterson number two all day, man. Like, I just all watch day. all day. Yeah, but you know that's what it is, man. You know it. It's a perfect scenario for Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. He's a coach. He's, I mean, and you know he he came into this system. I mean, he came into Philadelphia and implemented this system, and he was his first time. He was green, wet behind the ears. Right. And was able to get those players to believe in him, get those players to, you know, go all out for him. Right. I mean, they were pissed. You know, the players were pissed when they let him go. Pissed. The only person that wasn't pissed was 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 Carson. Right. Now, do, do you think, you know, Doug P obviously wanted to get back in the league ever since he was probably, you know, let go. But it was just like, you know, I'm going to take a year and sort of, you know, decompress here and sort of get a lay of the land. But do you think during that year, I would think he's making phone calls to guys saying, hey, man, if I land, you know, what would you think about coming in and being my defensive coordinator or my linebackers coach, whatever it is? I would think he was probably trying to assemble a staff, you know, once the day happens for the last 12 months. I'm going to tell you, Harry. He didn't have to call them. They, I mean, uh, call them. They're they called him. him. Yes. Okay. Okay. There are people that called him. He's going to have a good staff, man. Yeah. I can almost guarantee that because he understands what a staff can do for him. And because he didn't have Carl Blanc to do it in the in the Eagles organization, I know that was a major sticking point for him. Right. A major sticking point. I get to pick my staff. Mm-hmm. I get to say who's going to be on my roster, who's not going to be on my roster. Right. Because I mean, that's that's totally handicapping you as because you want to be in a room that you picked. You're going to spend so much time sitting in meetings, going over evaluations, going over game plans with people 
you wanted to at least like him. You want to at least brought him in because you wanted him there, not because you had to like him because your owner or your or, or your GM wanted this person. Mm-hmm. You want those guys, and 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 I guarantee he's not going to be meeting with Khan every Wednesday or or Tuesday evening. Like no, I don't think Khan would micromanage this guy. No, no I really no, don't. No, yeah. no. But you Khan's know. over in London most of the time anyway. I think. Well, it you is know, maybe it is. it's a yep. Zoom call once a month or something. But he's yeah, I don't think he's gonna be hands-on like that. I really don't. <laughs> you know, I hope not anyway, for Doug's sake. <laughs> right, maybe right. That, maybe that was part of the interview, the second interview. Now, now listen to your shod. You know, <laughs> I'm not I'm not gonna be dealing with a Tuesday morning micromanage meeting. Okay. Right, 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 right. Yeah. I mean, if it gets rough. Right. Understand it. I'm trying to get it back on, you know, get the rails back on the track. Right. You, you know, hang it's not like over in London yeah. and, and keep after that Fulham football team because they stink. All right. You should <laughs> micromanage them. Get them back into the Premier League. Right. Think, right. Oh, they're out now, too. They're, oh, they are back? No, they're out. They're out. Oh, yeah. Because they, they get relegated like every couple of years. It seems. Right. 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 Um, but anyway, the, the, the stream is having a lot of fun with this. They say that um, I will be the first quality control person with an assistant. Says Duck Nguyen, 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 and you're my assistant. No, look at Kevin. I don't know uh, about that. I think I might be your assistant. No, I don't want that responsibility. But look at Kevin Savard. Harry organized the team golf tournaments. That's right. Yeah, I I definitely can do that. I've got some contacts down there. I got a great deal. uh, In fact, at the uh, World Golf Hall of Fame, man. My God, did I get a deal there? I'd have Um, all the rookies working in the garage, man. Yeah, you would. You wouldn't. Yeah. I'm putting a new engine in. Man, I need some help. Right, here. right, 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 yeah. right. And, and then I got to pick out, I got to keep track of the ice cream because Doug right. is a big ice cream <laughs> fan. Did you see exactly. that video the other day? That somebody put together uh, all of, like they spliced together all these different video edits of Doug telling the players, and we got some ice cream for you. You know, after the meeting, got some ice cream. He loves him some ice cream. No question, man. You got to have your thing, man. You got to have your thing. Right. You know, right. Um, I, I, just like, uh, you know, when I was with Ray Rhodes, Ray Rhodes used to put uh, put a uh, moonshine in the snuff. You know what I mean? And, right. uh, you know, he's, that's what he used to chew. Is that right? So, yeah. Yeah. With moonshine. He put shine in his snuff. Yeah. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. Oh, here it is. We'll watch this video and then I'll treat you to some ice cream. Right, let's check out this video and then again, treat you to some ice cream. Man. We'll play this video and then I'll treat you to some ice cream. We got a little ice cream coming up. <laughs> I know we got some ice cream this melting, so we got to get out of here. Wish you guys the best of luck. Treat you to some uh, vanilla ice cream here in a second. We got a little video right here. And then uh, I'm going to treat you to some hoggins. Hopefully, you, know, you guys know that last week, Monday night or Sunday night. Who knew that? That's bull. We'll get over here and get some ice cream before it kind of. Nice job on the hoggy dogs last week. And then again, I'll treat you some ice cream. <laughs> a great video for you. And then uh, we got some ice cream that's melted. Uh, that's some ice cream could be melted. But uh, we got some ice cream for you here right after the uh, right after the video. Well, I tell you what I'm bringing to the interview, uh, Barrett. I'm bringing some freaking Haagen-Dazs. No question. Okay. No question. <laughs> <laughs> Haagen-Dazs and, and a box of Pro V1Xs. How do you, I, looking, think that, you I think that might get me to gig. I you really get your do. spoon. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> Great job by Xander looking that up. No question. That's oh, speed man. right there. That's speed. Yes, sir. Now, uh, did you watch any of the uh, the uh, All-Star game last night? No. 
that NFL PA all-star game. I missed it. I, I actually flipped it. to it, caught, saw a couple of plays. They, there wasn't a whole lot going on. And then I flipped back to the, uh, to the college basketball. I watched UCLA and Arizona last night. Oh, get out. Trying to get, you know, trying to get uh, back into it. Well, man, I, um, I didn't watch any TV yesterday, period. What? No. I, well, no, I, I, I take that back. I take that back. I was watching Sports Center for a little bit, but I, I went in my garage. And um, since it was warm outside, it was like 54 degrees. Mm-hmm. It was like 45 degrees in my garage, and I plugged the heater up. Next thing you know, I'm in tropical garageness. I had a tropical garage, man. It's like 70 degrees in my garage, and I'm <laughs> I'm going through. I'm looking up stuff, you know, that I all the stuff that I have from my boat, and I'm right. ready to you know, get my boat together, you know. Saying I'm, you know, dreaming, processing things, you know. Went out there and looked at it, you know, dodged the raindrops a little bit. Looked at my boat, saw all right, I got this, 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 and that, and I just realized I got too much shit to put on that boat. Way uh-huh. too much. I can't put it all on there. I ordered too much stuff over the past three months. Way too much. Got too many speakers to put in there. I'm scared of fish away with the speakers um, um, sound you I'm about to put in. Mm-hmm. I got too many rod holders. Um, too I many gotta, rod holders? Can you yes. have too many of those? Yes, man. Yeah. I, I I counted it up, man. I, if I put them all on, I got 32 rods. I could put 32 rods in my in my boat. Wow. I can't put all of them on. I don't have enough room for it. Jeez. You know? Um, I what else did one I for every NFL team in the league, right? Yeah. I um I bought uh this these these floors like it's like a corkboard floor, it's like the nice floors. I bought it, I bought double what I was supposed to have for that boat. Wow, double. I don't need all that stuff, man. I don't know, I just bought too much, man. It's you know, it's a shame, bro. It's a shame, and you so, know, so what do you do with all those all those rods? Put it back on eBay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, I'm put them back on eBay. Right. Oh yeah, yeah I bet yeah. some of the, some of the people on the stream will probably buy them. I know. I mean, it's know? I know my boy Joey B. He has a boat somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> he probably Joey, has a canoe though. <laughs> Joey B. says Harry in Westwood, California, going to college. He'd still be attending. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're right about that, boss. I mean, I'll be going three credits at a time, <laughs> bro. I literally had a, one of my fraternity brothers. Mm-hmm. He was a career student. Yeah, he was literally like 27 years old, and still right. a sophomore. Sophomore? <laughs> yes. <laughs> what is he, Chris Wenke? I don't know what he was doing. Jesus. He, I mean, he did take two years off, but still, he okay. took two years off. Yeah. You graduate when you're about 21, 22. He took well two- some. I, I was <laughs> I was almost 24. <laughs> I graduated in a month or two later. Turned 24. Bro, I I uh, yeah. I graduated. I graduated when I was 20, 21 mm-hmm. or a little. Well, I prepped for a couple years at Shippensburg. <laughs> That's what I tell people, you know, because if you follow all these college basketball players, they're all prepping at all these schools. Right, right, right. Yeah, I was, I prepped at ship. Oh, uh, they, well, they got tired. They got tired of paying for me. Kansas, they got tired of paying for me. They're like, yeah, you got to get out of here, bro. You got to get out right, of here. Right. So I, I, you know, I, I just turned, I was 20 years old and then I graduated well, I'm 20 years old. Then I graduated and went to the league, so I didn't even get to walk, man. Mm-hmm. That sucked. Oh, that stinks. Yeah, I didn't even get you to walk, walk man. I was the uh, the old Philadelphia Convention Center was where ours was because the uh, Leah Chorus Center was, you know, not even a, a, in plans yet. You know, it was but, so that the McGonagall Hall was too small to ho- to house the graduation, so they had to go down to the Convention Center. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, well, what do we got? We got another one up in here. Um, oh, the AC Boat Show. Tone wants to know if you hang out there. Yes. You ever check that out? 
Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, is it a good one? Oh, it's always good, man. It's always good. I go up there, like I said, my captain, he sells the marina. The owner right. of the marina um sells like pontoons, sea seaworthy pontoons, you know. And then he also sells um a contender boats and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. um I go up there and chill with him, you know, most of the time. But I, I, mean, I love going to the boat show. It just it just makes me work harder because I know I can't afford half the stuff in there. <laughs> yeah, right. You know what I mean? I can't afford it. It's definitely a luxury, like you know, like a forty a, a forty eight foot Bertram. No, but bro, <laughs> it's gonna cost you every bit of five years worth of you know slavery right. for that, bro. <laughs> right. You won't, you'd be still paying the note, you know, twenty years from now. Well, how long do they finance? Do they allow you to finance a boat? Well, same thing, twenty, you know, like twenty. Uh, I mean, you can get one for twenty years. Really, fifteen. It's like a mortgage. Bro, it's every bit of a mortgage, wow. and, uh, and you and you have to put like, you have to put like uh, in a in mortgage rate mm-hmm. since it's a boat, right? No lower than like ten percent. Oh my goodness! And no matter how good your credit is, like ten percent, because like a, it's a luxury. You know what I mean? It, it's crazy how much boats are, man. Crazy. So I mean, it's, it's it just it just puts you it puts you right brings you right down to earth. puts it back put things back in perspective that I got a lot more work to do, Harry. A lot yeah. more work. Well, I'm looking here at, at Bertram. That's one of my favorite boats. I saw one on um, uh, Sportsman's Guide. Uh-huh. Oh, my goodness. They took an old one and redid it. Yeah. Beautiful. It's a 33-footer. Couldn't believe how, how they made it. He, the dude bought the boat for fifty five grand. Right. Then he put $199,000 into it. All right, here we go. <laughs> here we got a Bertram 67 convertible. Guess how much this uh, this boat is. How much? This is my kind of boat. Uh, you, it's an 06, 72 feet, a million five. See, I can't do it, man. I hate to I, do it yeah, to you. I know, I can't either. <laughs> Saltwater fishing class. Wow. Dude, mint condition. Some guy in Greece owns it. You can buy it on Yacht World. I told you, my, my captain, man, he's got it. He's got a, he got it's a, it's a Cabo. And this Cabo is worth like 250 grand. He got it. He got it on a deal for like 115, you know, because it's an older boat. It's like a, it's right. like a uh, 2010 or something like that. And he got it for uh, like 115, 120 grand. Right. And I'm telling you what, man, I spend more time with you know my boy, uh, my boy Diesel, down in that motor room, looking down there. Oh, I don't go down there. I just look down there. Right. You don't go down. There. You don't no. go down into the, into the engine room. Huh? Oh no. no, I barely go down to my engine room. In fact, I I I didn't have. He did my my like I say my captain already told me, hey, look here, man, uh-huh. you got to clean this damn engine room out. This engine room because it's got you know diesel fuel down there, water's down there. I got to mm-hmm. clean it out, man. That's that's another thing on my project list. I got to do the boat, man. I got to clean the engine room. <laughs> Ridiculous. Now what what's Harry naming his boat is on the stream. <laughs> <laughs> you know I already know it is. What? I hate to do it to you. No. <laughs> I might go Chun Li. <laughs> I might have to go Chun Li, boats, oh, boats and hose. <laughs> we well, should get Xander to play that video. Right, right, right. Trying to get kicked off of YouTube. Oh, <laughs> uh, but did you see? Because there's uh, some other stuff, um, some other news. Obviously, aside from the Doug Peterson stuff, uh, football related. You got the owner of the Cleveland Browns saying that uh, Hugh Jackson never accepted blame for losing. <laughs> Did you see that? That is after he went one in thirty-one and said the owner was oh, telling yes. him to lose. 
Oh. Yeah, this is this is great. Um, Hugh Jackson has never, ever accepted any responsibility for our record during that time period, Haslam told the Knoxville News Sentinel. He's been masterful at pointing fingers, but has never accepted any blame. I have accepted a ton of blame, and rightfully so. There you go. He's getting out in front of it. Yes, he is. Oh, they all are. I'll tell you. <laughs> I, I don't want this to go away. I really don't. I'm going to do my best to keep we, stoking the flames. We got to heat it up, man. We got to heat it up, man. That's right. We got to heat it up, man. Oh, <laughs> uh, and the and the other thing was, I saw That'll this. That'll be a great name for your boat. What's that? Chaos. <laughs> yeah, chaos. <laughs> Organized chaos. Right. <laughs> right. Um, Washington Commanders owner. Dan Snyder, uh, there was a congressional roundtable yesterday yeah, I saw that. I in read Washington. That. Yeah. I read that. That included a new allegation of workplace misconduct by a former team employee, Tiffany Johnston, who worked for the team for eight years as a cheerleader and marketing manager, said that Snyder placed his hand on her thigh without her consent at a dinner, a team dinner, and that he pushed her toward his limousine with his hand on her lower back. She had not previously disclosed these allegations to the media or investigators. How about that? I would love to see him get ejected into outer space. Well, he's, I mean, he, he but when you read all the, he, he definitely told him, look, I, I know that, you know, we didn't have the cleanest ship in the world. You know, it, you know, we didn't do things the right way. You don't say, but, but you know, but these new allegations, he's saying these new allegations are unfounded. No, right. they're going to find them too. Right. There's still nothing that came from, you know, the first. Except uh, Gruden. He's not even a part of it. He first, wasn't even you know? a part of his brother was on the, you know, right. the head coach of the team. I don't understand that, man. Yeah, I don't either. Wow. Wow, wow! Could that wow. could that be an op? No, that probably wouldn't work because it's Doug's offense. I was thinking Jay Gruden uh, resurfacing Jacksonville with Doug. Wow! But it's his offense. He's probably just going to get some like Al or Mike Grow type of dude. I mean, Mike no. Grow wasn't that bad, man. No? no, he wasn't that bad. In fact, when he was the um, receiver coach, man, it, his receivers did the best, and then you know became the um, offensive coordinator. Grow wasn't that bad, man. No, he was actually a pretty good coach. They have some really good coaches on that staff. At in all actuality, is in he fact, anywhere right now? Mike Crow? Yes, he is. I think he's when he he was with either the Colts or he was with the Bears. Let's see, Mike Grow. Um, he is currently with the wide receivers coach for the Colts. Colts, yeah, I know he was somewhere. So, uh, yeah, so Reich took him in. Well, that's because he's a pretty good coach, man. And mm. you can see they're they're performing. You know, maybe um, we should think about something like that. Actually, he actually interviewed uh, in Carolina, I think, for the uh, offensive coordinator position a couple weeks ago. Now, they they ended up hiring, uh, uh, what's his name? The old Giants coach. What's that? Oh, the, the Giants coach with the goofy hair. Who's that? Uh, let me see. The stream will know. Yeah, and Joe Brady got hired uh, back in Buffalo. Oh, so did Ken Dorsey. 
Well, he's now the OC. Yeah. And uh, Joe Brady's the quarterback's coach. Ben McAdoo is who I was All right, There you go. There you he's go. He's the OC in Carolina. And Kid um, Dorsey, man. I mean, I should have did the same thing, man. He was he was a quarterback. He just rolled it on out, bro. Right. Rolled it yeah. on out, man. He's he was with Carolina. Yep. yep. For a while. Yeah. Yep. He's he's been he's been paying his dues. So they got a pretty good system up there in Buffalo. Like you, you lose Dayball, and and they just seem to you know reloaded with some pretty good names, right? Of course, man. I yeah. mean, you know those guys are they're, they're loving it, man. Can you imagine being uh, a wide receiver up there now? You know, oh, Diggs wow. and yeah. Diggs and those guys they they would love it. I was watching uh, uh, Josh Allen yesterday. He was in the pro am out at Pebble Beach playing golf. <laughs> oh, he didn't. He, to, he didn't go to the Pro Bowl, huh? Uh, no, no. See, he's like me. I like him. He plays golf rather than going to the stupid Pro Bowl. Well, Diggs but, and De- Deion uh, Dawkins, they went. Yeah, well, they don't. They don't have a golf game, I guess. Well, that's what it is. Yeah, that's what yeah. it is, right? Yeah, they're asking about Jonathan Gannon. Apparently, he they still haven't done anything in Houston, but he is very much in play. It says for the Texans' head coaching position. I don't understand that, man. I know, man. It's but, crazy. You know, because you haven't heard any word on it, it, it I, I'm kind, I'm kind of in a space where I, he might, he might go out there and be the coach, man. He might be that guy. In in Houston. Yep. Yep. And what what makes you say that? Like be, because you haven't heard anything, or yeah, because you haven't heard anything. Just like mm. you haven't you haven't heard anything from um, you haven't heard anything from you know. A lot of guys that I thought that were going to be contenders for that job, like the quarter, you do hear the quarterback a lot. That's quarter Eagles quarterback a lot. What's it's his be- name? It's between him and McCown. Yeah, McCown. That's like yeah. Josh McCown. Yeah. And I don't understand that because Josh McCown hasn't even coached in the NFL yet. No, he's a high school coach, I think. Right? Yeah. Yes. How is yeah. that? So that's what I'm it. saying. That's why I'm thinking it's going to be Gannon because you can't make him a head coach when. He hasn't had any NFL experience being a coach at any level in the NFL. Did he coach? Yeah. I mean, it, it, but you notice how that all started, like when he was still a player, when he was here in Philadelphia. And I think even before he got here, you know, guys in the media would just say, he's going to make a great coach one day. Right, and all this right. stuff starts to like, you know, it starts to build. And the next thing you know, the guy's actually being considered to be a head football coach in the NFL. And he hasn't even like been a coordinator or a quarterback's coach or, coached in college or anything it's it's ridiculous dude. it's weird because he just retired a year ago right and when he was down with the texans they wanted to make him a coach then now do you know benjamin albright on twitter at albright nfl says doug peterson will need three wins to move into fifth place on the jaguars all-time wins list (laughs) touche that was great bro (laughs) my god that's funny that that is pretty funny that's amazing puts things into into perspective that that franchise has not had a whole lot of success i mean they had a couple years with coughlin uh where they were pretty good when they first got started and then they had the uh the year they went to the uh afc championship game what four or five years ago Mm -hmm. with uh doug marone i think was the head coach right outside of that man they've been abysmal i mean it's like a laughing stock i don't understand how teams stay as bad as they are for so long i don't either because when you're bad you get all the first round picks mm-hmm. 
And then all of a sudden, I mean, you get all the, the top notch players that are in the draft and you're still bad and you stay bad. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, Cincinnati are now good because all their first round, all their draft picks are starting to play for them, mixing on all those guys, you know, so that's tough, man. That's tough. Now, Ash on the stream says McMullen has a man crush on Jonathan Gannon and McCown. I know he has one on, on Gannon. He's a big Gannon fan. I don't understand that. Why? Well, I think Gannon and he talk. I think I think Gannon's one of the guys that'll, you know, on the staff that, that, entertains that, him. that entertains him and gives him some information from time to time and talks football with him. So I get it. You know, uh, he also got along well with Doug. Well, you know, he's he understands the plight that these coaches are going through. He understands yeah. the suffering from being in this market. So, ah, man, that, come on, man. <laughs> What do you mean? You know, he doesn't. You can't say that Gannon should be. I you know. I, I can't say that because I don't think that because I don't think that he'll be a good head coach. Because you, I think you have to be aggressive. Mm-hmm. But you know, I don't think he's aggressive enough. I don't. Well, do you think that's him, or do you think it was mostly due to the talent level on the team? Like still, I would like, I would like to see him another year as the defensive coordinator with two or three first round draft picks on that side of the ball and see what he does. No, he had enough. He had you think enough. so? Yes, he, you've, you've seen got, it enough. You've had, you he could have put those guys in a lot better position when he did put those guys in position to make plays. The defense was better, but when he called a soft game, the players played soft. Hmm. So you've seen it enough. You, yeah, I'm, I'm, you think that's who he is? Had enough of him. Yes, I yeah. think that is what he is. Okay. Now, did you see this? What's that? Uh, apparently, there was a, a fight out in the parking lot uh, before or just when the, the Rams-Niners game started between some fans. And a 49er fan got punched in the face and is in a coma. What? Yeah. No, I didn't a, see a medically induced coma because there was internal bleeding. So they put him into the medically induced coma to relieve pressure, I guess, so he wouldn't have bleeding in his brain. Mm-hmm. He was a 40-year-old guy named Daniel Luna. He's hospitalized after a fight while police are looking for the attacker. They've got some blurry video and a license plate of a car, and they're going after this person. This dude owns a restaurant in Oakland, and he's a Niner fan. And he was mingling in a crowd of about 16 people outside SoFi Stadium. Most of them were wearing Niners gear. When he pushed a man wearing a Rams jersey from behind. And when Luna turned to walk away, the Rams fan came back and pushed him in the back. And as he turned around, the Rams fan punched him right in the mouth causing Luna to fall to the ground and hit the back of his head. And that's what did the damage. Wow. And uh, he was found bleeding in the parking lot about a half hour into the game. So the game had just started. And uh, now he's in a medically induced coma. So this this appears on uh, ESPN.com. Well, he, he, he wrote a check his ass couldn't cash. Yeah, I guess so. You don't you don't put your hands on somebody unless you're ready to accept the consequences of what might happen to you, man. <laughs> right. You <know>? <laughs> I hear you. 
I mean, I, I, I'm seriously, man. I um, I uh, my pops used to tell me all the time. In order to kill, you have to also be willing to die. Wow, and, and, there's a quote. Right. I mean, you know, Dude. he he meant that too, bro. He meant that. Yeah. So, I don't understand. You know, he, he shouldn't put his hands on somebody, man. You know. So, I mean, what are the police going to do? I don't know. I mean, who knows? If he, if he initiated it. In New York City, they'd do nothing. No, <laughs> Philadelphia, they might they might not be able to do anything because even if they did, then the DA would just let him out. All right, they might they might have lifted him up, right. brushed him off a little bit, yeah. gave him a paper towel for the blood, but they, right. that was it, man. Right, that was uh, it. All right, we'll take a timeout. We got Michael Bradley coming up at noon, Barrett. Daily Ombre is going to join us. Can't wait. We have we'll a lot about. to talk about with him. Yeah, I want to talk to him about this 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 uh, Harbaugh stuff, man. Well, yeah, he's. Uh, he, I think he's having. He's. I think he's holding a party today, uh, a welcome back Parbs party at his house for he and his <laughs> Michigan uh, brethren. But we'll talk to him about all kinds of stuff. Football. We we might even get a little college basketball question in because uh, you know it's that time of the year. We get, you got to start paying attention to it a little bit. Yes, we'll be yes. back in three. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the memories. Go for the view that goes on forever. Go for the bubbles in your bathtub and in your drink. Go to bed whenever you want. Or don't. Go for him. Go for her. Go for the wind. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. As a hardworking American, you've never experienced how tough life can be until now. A catastrophic injury while working on the job. A personal injury from someone else's negligence. Turned away by other law firms in the region who didn't bother to learn your story. It's time to meet the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm and managing partner Brian Fritz. Badly injured? Call the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm. Find out why they say, we got this. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank.
All right, welcome back to the show. Again, we got Michael Bradley coming up at noon. A lot of things to discuss with him. But I, I found, I saw people talking about this on the stream. Uh, Russell Wilson, apparently, um, on his Twitter, at Dang Russell Wilson, put out a video of him in the, uh, I guess they had a skills competition in association with the Pro Bowl. Uh-huh. I'm assuming that that's what it is. So I sent it to Xander. I figured we could all watch it together. A couple of people on the stream were like uh, kind of blown away, I guess, by Russ because everybody thought he was shot after he hit his hand on the uh, what was it? Aaron Donald's helmet yeah, and screwed helmet, yeah. up his finger, was out for a couple of weeks, came back and really wasn't the same. Um, but on this show, we all said that uh, we thought it was just a hangover from the injury, that he's still got a lot of good football left in him right Barrett there's no question about that yeah all right let's watch this good five years definitely doable all on Russell Wilson let's see his strategy whoa Whoa. bingo first try see the experience through go ahead Russ oh Oh, yeah (laughs) ball game already with 40 he hasn't hasn't missed oh Oh, well Oh my goodness. That that's the most difficult throw, I think, that three going up and down that ramp. And he hit both of them. He's nailing these things. With authority. Yeah, I mean he's yeah. He's putting some zip on these passes. I think that finger is completely healed. <laughs> Check down for one. I'll try the other side. Wow. I'll spread it around. Don't forget the fours, Russ. <laughs> he's not even gonna pull them. Nine seconds. Well, oh, there we go. go. Back shoulder fade. Oh. One more. Two seconds. What a performance by Russell Wilson. And we said what? And we said what? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I mean, there was no way that I thought that he was even close to being done. You you figure Russell, man, he's look at what he had around him. His Mm offensive line sucked, number one. Uh, number two, they, they never had no really had a get... good one. They never right. really like put together a consistently good offensive line his entire time there. And, exactly. And yeah. they couldn't run the ball. At least right. they could have ran the ball. When they were winning, winning, they had a good defense. And they could run the ball mm-hmm. with beast mode. Yeah, beast Marshawn Lynch yeah. turned that offense all the way around because you had to make sure you put that eighth defender in the box, which left yeah. everybody else open. Now he's a commercial king. Right. What do you think about man. that? He's you got a manscaped commercial now where he's like, <laughs> He's like shaving the hair off his chest with this. I didn't see it. Oh yeah, you gotta see, it. dude. The guy never spoke to anybody, and now he's in like Uber Eats commercials. Right, he's got manscaped. I love it, man. I'm just here so I don't get fined. Right, right, right. <laughs> and it's just you know, and that's what that's that's him being who he's always been that way, man. Like I, I've met him a couple times when I was working up at NFL Films mm-hmm. and talked to him a couple times, and you know, he wasn't really the type that just not like media mm-hmm. he just like certain he dislikes certain individuals and then once they pissed him off he's like man i ain't talking to nobody period but every time i had to go interview him man he was he was a good dude man right. a real good dude yeah remember he used to be with the skittles i was surprised to have a skittles commercial well didn't he for a little while i think he did skittles yeah i think yeah i think he did um and he should have anyway right <laughs> um but i think he did i don't think i dreamt that um, but yeah, Russ looked pretty good there. And if you don't think he was trying to show off uh, yeah, for yeah. for this off season, exactly. I mean, are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> he should have he should have had on his back. Right. I hate to do it to you, Eagles. Exactly. You know what I'm yeah. <laughs> we should have rented some space on his 
on his jersey. That's what we should have done. The Eagles right. should have written some space on his jersey. Now the Pro Bowl's in Vegas, right? Uh, I don't know. I think it's I in know. Las Vegas because I think Ciara wanted to go to like Bali or something, and Russell oh. Wilson was like, "No, honey, I- I'm going to Vegas. I got to show <laughs> off my arm because I, n- I need a new. I need a new zip. We need a new zip code next year. Right, right, and and that's what pisses me off about um, what's going on here in Philly, man. I mean, all you got to do, Ben Simmons, is get on the field. I mean, get on the ball court a little bit. Oh, don't. Go out there and show what you can do. Don't ruin my vibe for the weekend by talking about that I'm just saying, I'm being real. I'm being real. I mean, that's exactly what, you know, that's that's exactly why Russell Wilson did that. Mm -hmm. He did that to say, all right, you guys think that I'm washed up? Well, I hate to do it to you. You got to, you know, get that bank account ready. Right. You know, be ready to write them checks. Back up the Brinks truck. Because my arm is still live. But see, the I'm problem the problem with Ben Simmons is is he would do it in an empty gym in uh, the Fr- San Fernando Valley. He no, wouldn't be do doing that. it with the Sixers. Right. See, you can't do yeah. that, man. You can't right. have a controlled environment that you want. Right. He'd have some five ten white guy trying to guard him on the <laughs> perimeter, and he'd be he'd be throwing up threes and acting like it's something uh, worth watching. <sighs> or have so some, sick of him. Or have an old player like like Larry Hughes or somebody out there trying to guard him. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. He'd pick up somebody off the playground. Derek Coleman. Yeah. You right. know. Yeah. Somebody like that, man. Can you know, imagine cause... how big Derek Coleman must be right now. <laughs> He had that he had that look of a guy that was just gonna blow up as soon as his playing oh, no days question. are over. No question, no question. I, I saw a picture um of old um old old Redskins guys. You know, London Fletcher looks like he can play three technique now. Is, you know, is that all right? those <laughs> John Carroll University's right. own London Fletcher? That dude, that guy had a great career. Bro, undersized. Yeah, he really mean, did. Man, he was hard to block too, man. Yeah, hard because he, he lasted a long time. Yeah, too, he was for shifting. being an undersized guy. Yep. Yeah. You know, I, I caught his stints in, in uh, Washington, and also caught it when he was in um when he was in uh St. Louis. And I tell you what, man, he he's one of the quicker guys I played against. He wasn't really uh like one of those tough, hard nosed linebackers, mm-hmm. but he was quick and knew the game, man. He knew how to play, man. Right. You know, it's like it's like Sam Mills. Sam Mills playing against him. You think he's he's just a little bitty guy, man. Right. You thinking, all right, I'm gonna come around and blow him up. Man, I pulled around, was on 19 power. I pulled around and once I cleared the tight end and the tackle, he was sitting right there in the hole. He put his he put his helmet right in between my sternum, right in between the letters on my um the numbers on my jersey. Blew me up, man. I couldn't breathe for like three plays. He lit me up, man. And Sam he was just a hard-nosed player. Yeah, he, he was great in the USFL, too. Yeah. Wasn't yeah. he with the Philadelphia Stars? Yep. Yeah. yeah. I think he's a Montclair State guy. Oh, yeah. Montclair yeah. State? Montclair State in New Jersey, I think, is where he played uh, wow. football. Yeah, you think about that. Um, I got here. Daniel Jeremiah has put together his list of the 10 guys – uh, the top 10 NFL winners from the week of practice at the Senior Bowl. I'm going to write this down, man, when you when you start naming them all. All right. Yep. UCLA tight end Greg Dulcich, spelled D-U-L-C-I-C-H. Most impressive tight end during the week. He can run and separate from defenders. Difference between him and the rest is he made big plays. Trey McBride was my top-rated tight end coming into the week, but
but Dulcich looks like the more explosive player. Wow. Dulcich. So check him out. South Carolina defensive end Kingsley Inagbar. I'm probably pronouncing that wrong. E-N-A-G-B-A-R-E is his last name. He's the biggest surprise of the week. He led South Carolina with seven and a half tackles for loss. Uh, but I viewed him likely as a third round pick. He was dominant at the senior bowl. I think he was a single, um, a single digit, single number guy. I will be shocked if he's not a second round pick in April. So in Nagbar. Houston defensive tackle Logan Hall. Great athlete, but I was impressed with the strength he showed. He's a tweener at six foot six, two seventy-five. But I think he's going to have a chance to be an excellent pass rusher from the three technique. Boy, he's a six foot six tackle. That's tall. That's pretty big. That's pretty yeah. yeah it's a, that's more like a defensive end or an offensive tackle kind of yep. guy, right? Yep. Yep. Solidified his place in my top fifty with his performance. Oh, here's our guy, Florida State edge rusher Jermaine Johnson. A lot of talk about him. I saw I saw some clips of him too. He knows how to use his length to generate power off the edge. And he showed a nice inside counter move this week. Um, he entered the week as my highest rated senior bowl participant. And he exits the same way, despite not practicing on Thursday. He didn't practice yesterday. I guess not. Hmm. They were indoors. Yeah, rained. Yeah. UConn defensive tackle Travis Jones. Wow, UConn gets guy. Uh, pure power, 6'4", 326. He was walking offensive lineman back to the quarterback the entire week. <laughs> um, he's not going to be a scheme fit for everybody, but he's a mauling player at the point of attack. He'll end up in Pittsburgh at yeah, nose guard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Six four three twenty six. All right. Now the next one is, is one of your guys. Northern Iowa, Trevor Penning, offensive tackle. Love him. Yeah. There's a reason he's my number 25 prospect. He still has some issues getting a little bit too high in his pass protection, but he showed improvement. Um, I thought he handled himself well against a good defensive line group. Here's another one of your guys. Oh, actually, no, it's not. It's, a, it's the safety from Baylor. Jalen Petrie. I thought it was the running back. P-I-T-R-E. Petrie. 5'10", 196. Instinctive. Able to get his hands on some footballs. Looks like a starting NFL safety. Where is he from? Baylor. Okay. Yeah. We got uh, three more. Uh, Boise State wide receiver Khalil Shakir. S H A K I R Shakir. Phenomenal hands and is very quick. Uh, looks like he's a ready made slot receiver in the NFL. Reminds me of Amon Ra St. Brown, who led the Lions in Detroit. receiving as a rookie. Yep, Detroit. Yep. 
Khalil Shakir. Next one we all know, Malik Willis. Mm-hmm. I don't think any quarterback truly ran away from the pack this week. However, Willis's practice on Wednesday was the best performance by any QB. Especially impressive given the rainy conditions. He's very much in the mix to be the first quarterback drafted. Everybody in um, Philadelphia's been talking and saying uh, that's who um, the Eagles went down there to check out. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, he says he's looking, DJ is looking forward to seeing his decision making in the game on Saturday. <laughs> That'll be the last box for him to check to make this a really solid week. So I, I will watch it for him alone. Me too. You know what I mean? Uh, Georgia defensive tackle Devontae Wyatt is the last guy. Isn't he one of your guys? That's my guy. Yeah. That's the guy you like better than 99. Yep. Yeah. He showed how dynamic and explosive he is, particularly in one-on-one drills. His combination of quickness and power was on display. Looks like a first-round pick. Isn't that how I describe him every time I talk about him? Yeah, yep. So there you go. You got some homework to do. Well, that's, that's not even homework. That's just that's just love right there. That's right. great love. Right. That ain't work. No, no. I'll do this all day. Right. I can't wait, man. Uh-huh. I cannot wait. I, I'm, I'm in it tomorrow, man. I'm in it. I'm in it. Because this is this is where you really see, you know, competition against competition. Because this is the closest it's going to get to the NFL right now. This will be the closest because – you have all these All-Americans, and that's what NFL rosters are. Mm-hmm. All the college All-Americans on one team. Well, this is the closest thing they have to it, college All-Americans playing against each other. So this go, you know, this kind of differentiates who you are and how competitive you are. Right. And can you go in and learn a system? There's some guys that can't come in and learn a system well enough to be able to go out there and play. You know, because, you know, your body's tied to your mind in the aspect that if you know the play – you're going to play faster. If right. you're thinking about the play, you're slow. You're slow to react. You're slow to do what you're going to do because you, you know, you're, you're not, you don't feel sure about what you're about to do. Right. You're thinking too much, thinking way yeah. too much. So this is where this is, this is where I want to see, can they come in and learn this system? You know, uh, are the offensive linemen taking the wrong steps? Are the DBs, you know, playing inside out or if they're, if they are going to play them outside in, are they, are they rerouting these receivers to where their help is? Um, are the linebackers reading their keys? Are they not running over each other? You know, because sometimes as a linebacker, you can be play, you can be playing middle linebacker, and they put you at will. And at the will linebacker, you got to slow down a little bit because you have to watch the backside. You got to make sure they don't boot out and stuff like that. Well, some of these guys act like who are middle linebackers. They put them off the will. They want to keep playing like they're middle linebackers and they're underrunning plays or overrunning plays or not reading the right gaps. Right. This is where you see if can they come into a system and learn. And can they get it going fast? You know, and and that's where you get a lot of your evaluations from with these these college um, all star games. That's the biggest thing. Can they internalize what you said in a, in a week? Right. This is a week's time. Yeah, that's got to be a lot. A that's a lot. Yeah. yeah. It's hard in a week, man. Yeah. That's, you know, training camp is hard enough in training camp trying to learn offense or defense or special teams, whatever. You know. Also, who's going to play special teams? Who's going to bitch about it? Who's going to go out there and just do their job? Who's going to be last of days when they're doing it? Those are all things you have to, uh, you know, that these teams are evaluating out on the field. So they split this up between the national and the American mm-hmm, are mm-hmm. the two teams. And uh, apparently 
the national team will be coached by the Jets and the American by the Detroit Lions staff. So Deuce is with the American squad. Yep. Yep. Um, I'm going to find out. I want to see this roster here to see where uh, Malik Willis is. Sam Howell is on the American team. He's one of their quarterbacks. I've heard nothing good about him, man. No. Yeah. I I think he's like Baker Mayfield 3.0. Kenny Pickett is on the national squad. Okay. Who's Uh, starting? I don't know. I'm just looking at rosters here. I don't even know if they'd. They'll tell you that. I'll tell you what, man. Going into this East-West Shrine game, I was ranked the number three offensive lineman um, going out, you know, this that year when I was mm-hmm. there. And um, I had the the Giants. I had the Giants coaching staff. Okay. They were our, um, you know, they, they coached us up, and I was with the North. And the way it went, no, I was on the, um, yeah, I was on the North. And the way they put it up, you know, you had starters. And I can remember this coach, you know, I forget Miles' name. They call him Miles. He was the he was the uh he was the um Giants O-line coach. Oh. But I was the starting left tackle. But when I got there, they had this guy named Scott Graggs. They put him in there. I think he was like Montana State or Montana or something. Mm. He was like six foot eight, three hundred pounds. And at the time I was six foot, I was only six foot four. And I was what uh, at that time I was like two ninety five, and I get there and he just said, all right, all right, all right, all right. hold on, Brooks, Brooks, let Grax, he's gonna start, he's gonna start. I'm like, what? Right. So I'm not gonna say no, nah, no, nah, go ahead. So he puts him out there, and um, who was that? They lined up against him. Uh, it's not, I think Kirkpatrick or something like that from the University of Miami or Florida State or something comes in and beats him, spin move, beats him, bow. He said, go again, gets beat again. Then I said, it's my turn to go in. I'll go in. Mm-hmm. He said, no, 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 we'll go give him another rep. You don't want to come back. I'm like, I, I say, coach, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm here to show what I can do also. Gives him another rep. He gets beat again. I'm like, come on. Hugh Douglas beats him. Hugh goes in and beats him. So I'm like, oh, come on, man. Here we go. It's my turn. Boom. I shut down who I'm shutting down. I go up. I don't, I don't, I, don't, I didn't, and out of all those one-on-ones during that week, I didn't miss one. I did not, I didn't get beat on one time. I didn't get beat one time. Hmm. I didn't give him a sack in the game. And he wanted this guy, Scott Graggs, to start so bad. But it got to a point that the NFL coaches started intervening. Hmm. Like, hey, Coach Miles, Coach Miles, put Brooks in there. They had to tell him to put me in because he liked Scott Graggs so much. They ended up drafting him in the second round also. Really? Yeah, but wow. he would not – he did not want – he wanted to get Scott Graggs as much as he could. And it took other coaches intervening and telling him to put me in for me to go in. Wow. It was a catastrophe, man. I was so pissed. That happens so a lot of places, I bet. Yeah, yeah. Malik Willis is on the American team, and so is that Dulcich guy from UCLA that DJ mm-hmm. likes so much. So maybe we, we'll watch. Uh, maybe they'll hook up tomorrow. Tight ends, checkdowns, but yeah, Malik wants to go deep though. He wants to show off that arm. All right. Well. Hey man, that just you know that kind of pissed me off. Now I'm now I'm pissed off, man, because uh now why'd you have to go back there? Right, you know right. I mean? you know, I'm just thinking about that. Now you're all upset. That pissed me off, man. <laughs> he would not put me in. I mean, he I mean it took other coaches to mm-hmm. tell him to put me in, and I balled too. And then we got to the, the game, and uh he's gonna try to start Greg's. And the head coach came and said, No, 
Yeah. Sorry. We got to start him. We got to start it, man. Hmm. Bob Whitebread says, I'd rather draft Malik Willis than give up multiple picks for an old Russell. I don't know. Well, the problem know. is, though, is you're going to, I think you're going to have to give up a pick to get up or, or two to get up there because yeah. he's not going to be there at 15. I, I nope. guarantee it. What Especially about, if he flashes on the senior ball, forget it. You think Pickett will be there? I don't know, but they're talking about Willis. I know. Yeah. Desmond Ritter, I don't want to take him either. Yeah, I don't know about him. Yeah. He doesn't do much for me. Maybe in a second. They're saying get him in a second. Yeah. I might get him in a second. He's going to make it to the second, I think. You think so? Yeah, yeah. probably. He probably will. The first run in the draft, they're going to go. They, it usually goes in runs. Like, if mm-hmm. you go, all the cornerbacks will start going. And then all the safeties will start going. I mean, they usually go, not safety, but um, all the old linemen will go. So it usually comes to say. So I think the first position that's going to be a, a, a healthy dose of run, um, you know, they're going to pick, 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 will probably be defensive end, rushing. Mm. Right. I think they'll go first. Yeah, because it's quite a, it's a it's a good draft for those guys. Right, right. Yeah. So especially high up, real good ones. So, but you know what does get me excited? Not Desmond Ritter at quarterback, Michael Bradley, <laughs> and he's going to join us next. We'll be back in three. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the memories. Go for the view that goes on forever. Go for the bubbles in your bathtub and in your drink. Go to bed whenever you want. Or don't. Go for him. Go for her. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. As a hardworking American, you've never experienced how tough life can be until now. A catastrophic injury while working on the job. A personal injury from someone else's negligence turned away by other law firms in the region who didn't bother to learn your story. It's time to meet the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm and managing partner Brian Fritz. Badly injured? Call the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm. Find out why they say, we got this. of life first trust bank is there for you because philadelphia dreams deserve a philadelphia bank
BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. All right, welcome back to the show. Football Friday with Barrett Brooks and Harry Mays in the middle, and we start off hour number two with probably our favorite guest. I don't think it's even – I don't even think it's even close. He is number one. You're so full of it. We love him. He's probably wearing a brand-new pair of khakis today in celebration. He's got his Michigan shirt on. I think that was Bo Schembechler's old uh, – This is an old shirt. one. This thing's yeah. at least 30 years old, Harry. <laughs> right. That was back when you were going up against, like, Earl Bruce. You know, <laughs> get up. I was at the Errol Bruce's last game and, and uh, they lost at, at Michigan Stadium in 1987. I was not. Oh, oh, wow. Wow. 1987. That was a good year for me. But anyway, uh, are you holding a welcome back Harbs party tonight at your Absolutely. house? Absolutely. I'm going to be at the Marple Public House this afternoon toasting uh, Mr. Uh, <laughs> Mr. Harbaugh with a Shiner Bach. Shiner Bach. <laughs> That's a Texas beer, isn't it? No doubt, baby. That's if you know, they talk about Lone Star, and I love Lone Star beer. I like cheap beers, but right. Steiner Bach. If you're a real Texan, that's what you drink. People are people are upset. My friends are all upset about this. Why? He say elsewhere, he didn't. It's like stop it. He he had an opportunity to go to the NFL. He's always wanted to go. You know, win a Super Bowl. He didn't. He lost to his brother. I mean, imagine that. Right. And then he got to Minnesota, and he realized, you know what? It was a great article by Mitch Album today in the Detroit Free Press saying he realized that Michigan is where he wants to be, and he said, now, all right, I'm not going to do it anymore. Now, you know, take that with a great Right. I saw that. I'm happy. I, at this point, didn't think he was going to go anywhere anyways Uh, because he just established that he just beat Ohio State. He can use this and parlay this into a, 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 a much bigger contract than he has. So why would he want to leave? I think that's why he did it, to get more money, because they just gave, they just took money from him. Right. Now he has some worth. Now he's like, okay, now you see what just happened. Let's act accordingly. Let's get my salary right back up to where it was. Before, before I go on, I, I got to ask you, Barrett, and I'm sure people have brought this up. Is is he going for the Ted Lasso look? Is that what this is? I mean, seriously, for I mean, me? he looks exactly like Ted Lasso right now. I mean, this is ridiculous. <laughs> they have commented on this a yeah. lot. The that was a big weeks. Halloween costume this year for guys. I apparently. watched it, and I'll tell you, I was, I was. I've so never seen it. Oh, I've never God, seen it. You gotta watch it. Really? It, it's it's worth it. You know what it is, and for guys like you and me, Harry, this sounds a little strange, but it's legitimately a nice show. You and I are not always we we're kind of, we have a little cynical edge to us. Yeah. But, but this is it's a show that makes you smile and feel kind of warm and fuzzy inside. I I wasn't I wasn't familiar with the feeling. I don't want that. It's a little alien to me. Yeah, I don't want that. I gotta keep my edge. <laughs> he 
means that too. He means it. I know you won't go soft. Don't worry. No, man. no, no. I like that's Captain Chaos. chaos. Yeah, that's exactly right. He's Captain Chaos. You know it's bad when we have every time me and me and Harry have conversation, even outside of this show, chaos is always the rule. Mm-hmm. It's always the rule. If you can't have a nice conversation with, if there's no chaos in it. He doesn't want to talk. No. If it's not chaos at golf. He didn't want to talk. Look, about he it. was sitting next to me in the studio when I went at it with John Gonzalez on oh, the air. Yes. Oh, did you? Oh, yes. oh yeah. Oh, this was epic. It was epic. Gonzo? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He and, doesn't and, mess and with Harry, anybody. Yeah. Harry was feeding it. He wasn't yeah. trying to defuse it. He was feeding it. Wow. <laughs> Well, yeah, we I can only, I can only, right. I can't the, see you. The and program Gonzo. director wanted us to go to commercial. Like, did you just dump it was out? That bad? Was I'm like, no, let's go. Some, he he he. Some he went at me about uh, whatever, and I, I hit him with, "This is my line. You don't want to compare resumes with me, Hoss." Hoss. I told you about that. I told you about that, Barrett. He hossed him. Oh yeah. And that was wow. the funny thing. Miss Ellie said that. He said he hossed him. Right. <laughs> Oh, we we replayed that me and oh. Bruno that audio for for a year. And then the next day, the next day, I had to go on the air with him, and we had to pretend to make nice. And the the the, the, the program director's like, "Oh, we can't have this. We need to." Because <laughs> he already had enough of it between Bruno and Missinelli. He's yeah. like, "I don't need this shit on another show." <laughs> wow, I can't believe you hossed him though. Yeah, yeah. he hossed him. Oh, oh. It, was that, it was great. Not too. You don't oh. want to compare resumes with me, Hoss. Oh. That was just <laughs> so great. <laughs> All right. Uh, anyway, like, let's just say Harbaugh would have taken the job. What do you think Michigan would have done? The wrong thing. I, 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 was, I was very, very convinced that they would have hired the wrong guy. Okay. So thank goodness he's back. You know, we saw the shortlist. Matt Rule was listed. I know. Who might want to, and I know I would have been very happy with that. Right. Of course, then all my friends are like, he never won a big game at Baylor. I'm like, right. yeah, but he was at Baylor. He but, almost beat Oklahoma with a third-string quarterback. Yeah. I, yeah. I think Rule would have been great. They, everyone was talking about Matt Campbell, but yeah. Matt Campbell just signed a big extension with He's Iowa overrated. State. Um, who else? Bill O'Brien. So it really yeah, got the cleft that. chin, you know, yeah. like that. Um, <laughs> so I just I, – I'm very happy that, that it happened. Now, you know, in two years, if he loses to Ohio State by 100 points again – People could be upset, mm-hmm. but look, he had a very, very good recruiting year. <clears throat> Michigan's best in a long time. Mm-hmm. He had a great season. And if he can get a defensive coordinator worth a, a, a hoot, then they should be pretty good. Yeah, because well, he lost that guy yeah. to the Ravens, right? Yeah, and I always thought – I knew that was going to happen. I just thought that old Wink Martindale would stay around one more year and let us have McDonald for two, but it only lasted one. Hmm. Well, that's dude, that's that's major because you know that's a that's a major reason why you guys beat Ohio State because of defense, and plus you're losing your two edge rushers, so you got to replenish the, the you know replenish the troops, man. I mean, they lost what's five the- five defensive starters, all of whom are very very good. Wow, I mean, right. it wasn't just like you know the the weak side linebacker who made twenty tackles. It was two edge rushers. Yep. They lost a, a defensive tackle. They lost they lost six. I'm sorry, one of their linebackers and two defensive backs. So it's going to be tough. Mm-hmm. You know, I like the safety you guys have. He's actually a local kid from um from uh Rancocas Valley out here. Oh yeah. Uh, what is his name? His pops actually played for the Eagles. Really? What was his name? Yeah. Uh, the safety. He's a safety. He's a, was he a freshman? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I know who you're talking about. I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but yeah, he was very, very good this year. And so losing Dax Hill 
and Hawkins will hurt, but this guy looks like he can step right. Yeah, up. he's gonna step up, man. But at this point, I mean, I, I like the direction that they're going. But who, who do you see are possible candidates for them? Um, at you know, at the defensive uh, coordinator position, there's another guy who was with the Ravens. I forget his last name. It might have been Minter or something like that. Who knows the system that McDonald brought in? That they may he may just go to his brother again and say, "Let me have this guy." Right, and that's that's what they may do. Where but did he get McDonald from? Some, he got him from the Ravens. He was oh, he did. Okay, coach okay. His, you know, and that's how he did it. So hmm. I think this is like a lend-lease program. Yeah, that's know? what it sounds like. <laughs> you get him for a year or two, then you got to give him back. It's like the Premier League, right? Right, right, on right. Loan from right. Manchester City to <laughs> on loan from the Ravens. For a year, yes, and he'll stay there, and then they'll recall him or something. That's good Premier uh, Premier League knowledge. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's a good job, Harry. Yeah, I, I got to get your thoughts though on this whole uh, Brian Flores thing. I mean, what, what your reaction when that came out a couple of days ago? And I mean, it's... my reaction is like, duh, you know, right? I mean, <laughs> anybody who thinks that the Rooney Rule is legitimate is is a fool. It's 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 put in place for window dressing and to try to protect the NFL. Uh, I, I have no doubt that Flores was as interviewed after the fact. It's amazing that Belichick, who got hit on you know, the, uh, the, the filming other people's uh, practices and whatever was the one that, that fouled up the technology and, right. and, and set this thing in motion. But I really don't think the lawsuit will ever get into a courtroom. I don't think it, 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 he doesn't have enough real hard evidence for it to get there, but I don't think he ever thought it wanted it to get into the, the courtroom. I think what he wanted to do was expose the hypocrisy and, and the, sh- and the Rooney rule as a sham. And, and, Problem is, though, the invisible man who's making $36 million, the commissioner league, never shows up, and he's got no power anyway. And there's no way that False Face and Little Danny and the Mara family and the rest of the gang, Robert Kraft, are going to police themselves on this. Nope. So nothing's going to change right. is my thing on this. And once the Super Bowl start, hype starts on Monday, we'll all have forgotten about this. Well, you know, it is, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's kind of messed up because without intent, there's no way this rule could ever go about, you know, changing anyways. You know, you're asking the billionaire boys clubs to go out there and, and, and change what they're going to do. I can understand, you know, having a guy in mind that you really want. And then so you're just going through, you know, you're just going through the motions and bringing other people in. I mean, that happens. I understand that. Yeah. At least this Rooney rule is putting guys in a position. That, all right. Oh, he's out on the market now. So it puts him out there. That's the only thing I see from it. But. You know, what I do think that he has a major case on is the, is the fact that, you know, and I, I tried to explain to Harry um, yesterday. It's like you're losing games on purpose. It's not like betting, but it's still losing games, you know. And it's, to me, it's the same. You know, Harry, he thought differently, but to me, it's the same. Now, here's my – the last thing I'll say about the Rooney Rule thing is that you're right. It was The intent was, okay, we're going to get guys in the pipeline. And once so-and-so interviews for the Buffalo job, next year when the Kansas City job comes right. up, he's going to be viewed as a candidate. Yes. Problem right. is it hasn't paid off. No. Right, right, right. So, right, so, right. so we're looking at that. The, the other thing with it is, and, and I think this is the bigger, I talked to Rod Graves about this, who's the, the uh, executive director of the Black Coaches Association. And he said exactly what you said, Barrett, unless there's intentionality, Yep. Unless they really sit down and say, we have to do this, it's never going to happen. Mm-hmm. And unless unless the, the Dolphins or the Texans hire a, a black coach 
we're going to have 16 openings, one full half of the league in the last year, and one black coach hired, and they fired him after one year. Right. <laughs> right. It's, yeah. it's, so it's, it's ridiculous. Like, come on, folks. And he had now, no chance anyway yeah. down in Houston. Right. I mean, Cully did as, as good as you could do, I think. The thing that yeah. the league's more scared about, they can – have you ever seen a dog that wears a collar go through with an electric fence? And he just sort of shuts his shoulders up and takes the shot. So that's what they're going to do on the Rooney Rule thing. It's like, oh, we'll, we'll say a whole bunch of things and then move on. But the integrity of the game thing about the tanking, yes. that's where they're going to get scared yeah. because of the gambling. Right. Because they've now got draft kings or whoever as their partners, they can't have them coming and saying, look, our folks want to bet the NFL games. And if we lose volume because we can't tell whether a team's trying to lose, that's going to be a problem. So they'll yeah. worry more about that. That yes. would be great. I want that to be so true. I want Stephen <laughs> Ross to get ejected to Mars, and then I want him to go after Daniel Snyder and put him in on. No, you know, no, on, no. What we want, Daniel Snyder. Yeah, but he's as long a as Paul faces in Dallas, Daniel Snyder's in Washington, and the Mara family's running Giants. The Eagles are the, the most sound organization in the whole NFC East. We want those knuckleheads to stay around. <laughs> well, yeah, you got a point there. But yeah, speaking of the Eagles, uh, Doug Peterson in Jacksonville, uh, good spot. Yeah, it's a good spot for him because he's first of all he's got an owner who's a knucklehead, so he's not going to be mm. coming in and trying to tell him what he should be doing with the personnel or what. You know, what's your game plan today? Shot right. right. <laughs> he's more interested in waxing his mustache and whether he has to take the tarps off the second deck in the Jacksonville right. Stadium because they might actually get enough people to sit up there. Yeah. So Peterson's going to be able to be a coach. They got a hot tub up there, don't they? Like a pool. And they, and stuff? they could they could put hookers up there, and people aren't still aren't going to go to the games. So he's he's got Trevor Lawrence which is, a you know, we think is a very talented quarterback. He didn't always show it this year. He's right. got the top pick in the draft this year. They got still got a lot of money under the cap that they can spend. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, you know, this is a good spot for Doug. I love it, man. I love it because I think, Doug, you know, this is a great hire for him just simply because it gives a, it, 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 the guys that are in the locker room. They had to find somebody that can come mm -hmm. into this locker room and win those players over because for the past year, no one respected the head coach. There's no respect in our organization. He's got a chaotic situation he's stepping into. He's got his work filled. Um, he, he's got to go out there and really make it happen because this team has been in mass chaos for the past year. They haven't had the big chief running the team. So what I mean? He's going into madness. You know, I'm, I'm anxious to see how he approaches this, man, because he's got his work cut out for him, man. I, and here's the thing. Maybe with the chaos, maybe we get Harry Lasso here to take over the job. He's, <laughs> hey. he likes, uh, no, I'm going to interview for a quality control coach down go. in Jacksonville you, you with would Doug. Look great on that. Yeah. But no, he, he, Barrett, here's the thing that Doug Peterson's going to do. He's going to go in there and from day one, he's going to say, I'm not going to try to do stupid stuff. I'm not right. bringing in Tim Tebow to play tight end. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to kick my kicker. I'm not going to belittle my coaches. I'm not going to fly home in a private plane after a game rather than <laughs> yeah. right. He understands that. And then he's going to, I guarantee you, he's going to get his veterans. And he's going to get his four or five veterans and form a council and say, what do you need and what do you want? The good news is the team stinks. So, yeah. so 20 guys are going to be gone, right? at least from the roster. The 53 man roster. So he'll be able to say, I'm bringing my guys in. They'll be Doug Peterson guys. Right. And if he gets the veterans in line and he shows Lawrence that he can trust him and he knows what he's doing, then I think that goes a long way to restoring the order. And he, I, he I wins six or seven games next year. He looks like Lombardi. And you know what's yeah. going to happen? You know what's going to happen? He's going to bring, he's going to trade for Fletcher Cox. He's going to go down and be a, a, a new resurgence, finally have more sacks than, than, than Aaron Donald. 
And, it, and you know, we're going to be pissed off about that. You know, I see it already, man. Too well, much he, dead money. Too. He's got it. He's got to, um, he's got to get himself. Remember Frank Reich ain't walking through that door. Mm-hmm. And and D. Filippo's not walking through, or whoever who is his, uh, his quarterback's coach. D. Filippo was. D. Filippo. Yeah. They're not walking through the door in Jacksonville. So you don't he's think? He's got to get himself a good offensive coordinator and a good quarterback's coach to turn Trevor Lawrence into a real star rather than just somebody who's, who has potential. You don't think, think D. Filippo? Hmm? You don't think D. Filippo could end up back down there? Maybe. What's his, what's his job now? I have no idea. Maybe he, he was can. with the Bears. I don't know if he worries. Let me look out, figure well, out. If, he's, if he was with the Bears, he's gone because Nagy's gone. Right. So, so maybe, I don't know. I, he need, But I don't know if Dee Filippo's an offensive coordinator. Do you, is, is he the guy? Frank Reich was the man. Yeah, right. he was. And the thing that people don't give him enough credit for was realizing that a time when the rest of the league didn't quite understand the whole RPO concept, that Foles knew it and could operate it, and right. they just went all in and in that playoff series. Because yeah. if you remember, when they played the Raiders, oh, boy, were they awful with yeah. Foles at the quarterback. And then he realized, hey, he can do this, and it took off. Right. Uh, Duck on the stream says Deuce as his OC. Maybe. That yeah, yeah. 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 Deuce I mean, that's not a lateral. Coach, he's got to get to a coordinator position. Yeah. He's, right. he, he's, he's, he, that's not a lateral move, man. That's, that's moving up. He's just that's a running back coach. Up. Yeah. So he gets he gets he gets the interview for that. Uh, De Filippo was with Chicago. I don't. He's not with anybody right now. Like you said, he's not with anybody. So well, possibility. Yeah, he's he's got to put together a good staff and a credible staff so that that team says now we're being we're being run by adults rather than a college guy who's a total <laughs> arrogant. <laughs> uh, Tom Brady finally called it quits. Um, you know, is this a shock to you? Is it? Do you think he made the right move? Is he the greatest of all time, according to Michael Bradley? In in order, a I was shocked because of his year that he had this year, he had his second best completion percentage of his his in history of his mm-hmm. his career. He threw for the second most yards, and I knew they play an extra game, but right. he threw the sec. He he had the second most touchdowns, and that was by a large margin over third place. So you couldn't just say it was one game. And then he, the last four or five games of the year, he was thrown at the three of us. Right. right? So. I think that I was surprised because I thought he'd come back for one more. He had one more year on his contract, and I thought he'd come back and do it. But apparently Giselle said, honey, it's time for you to come home, and that's not the worst thing to come home to. Right. But, ah, da, da. Ah, da, da. That, that in a nutshell. And, oh, and she's, she's the uh, sugar mama too? Yeah, yeah $500 three- million. Dollars. She's worth a half a bill. <laughs> right. right. Yeah. He's indigent compared to her. <laughs> You don't need this measly $20, 30000000 million. You don't need Right, this. right. Come on home, honey. I got $500 million and, and you know, and everything else. Right, <laughs> right. So he's already got some clothing brand. I didn't even know this happened. Did, did this just get announced this week? Brady brand or something? attention to that stuff? I thought you were wearing Uggs. I thought you are wearing Uggs right now. I've got a pair of Levi's 501 jeans on and a pair of Nikes. With my old Michigan sweatshirt and a, a Texas uh, two-slong <laughs> yeah. I'm not buying Tom Brady's fashion line. Okay. Well, how about them though? How about Texas, man? Your squad, Texas. That, you know, that's not my squad. Yeah. Oh, okay. I just like burnt orange. I think. Well, speaking of Texas, though, he came from Texas. What did you think of the Temple hire? I don't think we've talked since that happened. Uh, no. Look, I, I think that he that he is a good hire. He was a guy on the on the move. He's known for good recruiting, and he's already shown it. Yeah. I don't know if these guys he's bringing in are are 
three stars, four stars, two stars, whatever, but he's closing deals. Right. Is what I'm saying. Right, right, right. And right. I think he might get people to stick around a little more. That last guy, look, they ran out of luck. You can't go Al Golden and then Matt Rule. I mean, throw a Dazio out. Right. And then uh, the guy who ended up at Georgia Tech, I can't Collins, remember. Collins, Collins. Collins. And, yeah. and, and then bring in the next guy and go four for four or five for five. You, you just can't win all the time. Right. No, but I think no. I think Drayton wants to be a head coach at Temple. I think he's a good guy for the program and he's a good recruiter and he needs to keep him. He can't have 20 guys that go in the portal um at, right. like like that what was happening before. Well, you know, speaking of guys, you know, uh going in the, you know, portal. At this point, if you look at, you know, Temple and where they are, <laughs> do you think they'll be able to compete, you know, because at, at this point I I, I see them they've reorganized the AAC. Where do you think they're standing right now? The problem with Temple and the AAC, beyond just the sheer geographic hilarity of it, is that the logo of the um, the logo of the league should be a guy with a mask over his face holding a pistol. It's a total mm-hmm. bandit league, other than Navy. Okay, mm-hmm. so you are in. I remember one time it was when when uh, Seth Greenberg took a job in the old Conference USA when Memphis was in there and yeah. Louisville was Louisville. in there. Paul. Somebody said to his brother, "Man, that's a tough spot. You got guys who can coach, guys who can cheat." And guys who can coach and cheat. And that's what you got in the AAC. Right. You, Memphis, you think they got any rules at Memphis? No. You, you don't even have to write an X on the application to, for your name. You just they're just gonna let you in. Right. So I I um I, hey. I worry about them in that those shark infested waters. Aaron McKee seems to be turning it around here. This little squad bit, looks I'm pretty happy. good. And, and yeah. that's and that's good. And I yeah. believe I previewed them this year and I looked at that roster and I thought, my goodness. Yeah, they've got nobody you can give the ball to and say, "Please get me a basket at a crucial time." But, but now look, they do. Yeah, yeah, they, they, they look a little. And they're bad. all like freshmen or redshirt freshmen and sophomores. So and they're all the same size. Everybody's six four to six eight. He doesn't yeah. have anybody. You know, it's like they're all just. It's like they're all like him, right? Right. <laughs> him and Eddie Jones. It's like that's what we want. Right. <laughs> hey man, the theme song is me and Eddie, Eddie Jones, and that's what he. That's that's the kind of guy. He right. Wants. Give me, give me three pairs of Eddie Jones and Aaron McKee. Wow. We'll win a lot of games. I'll win a hell of a lot. A funny story that a, a friend of mine uh, told one time. He went to one of the Temple practices, and Chaney was running a drill, and he had the ball, and Eddie Jones was guarding him. And Chaney's trying to show something, and Eddie takes the ball off of him and drives <laughs> They just runs down the other line, other end of Duncan, and goes, see ya, and jams it. Afterwards, Chaney goes, Eddie Jones, start running laps. And he just started making him run. And every time he passed Chaney, Chaney went, see ya. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, that's, a, that's incredible. Well, well, one guy, you know, we were hoping to say, see ya. Well, I, I'm not going to necessarily say me, but a good majority of the people, you know, my co-host Seth would love it. But uh, Gannon, possible Jonathan head Gannon. coach yeah. for uh, for Texas. You don't, you don't do you like think? him? Oh, I, I can't say that I like I, – I, it's like half and half. I like when he doesn't have a good quarterback because he's very aggressive, but I hate him when he doesn't have a – when he have a great quarterback on the end because he plays timid. It's supposed yeah, to be the opposite I, way. I agree. I agree. It's funny that the Eagles continue to get defensive coordinators who won't blitz. And, right. and it's like, you know, the, the you got to heat these guys up. And, by the way, I loved what Cincinnati did to Mahomes in the second half last oh. week. They only rushed three. Yeah. And then they they kept the ends up field, and then they'd send the spy late. 
Mm-hmm. And yep. the spy would get in there, and Mahomes had nowhere to go because if he turned left, there's the end, and the spy's there, and he turns right, there's the other end, and he didn't know what to do. Yeah, that was inspired. It really was great. Uh, was that the best two weekends of of NFL football playoffs in your lifetime? I, I gotta think it is. I mean, yeah. you, you know now what's going to happen. The Super Bowl Super Bowl is going to be going to suck. It's going to be awful. <laughs> it's going to be like three to two. Right, it's gonna be well. Hard. The last time the Rams were in, it was 13 to 3, right? Or it was, yeah. like, oh, and somebody's saying, I like that kind of game, it's close. No, you don't. I remember no. that game, it was the worst. <laughs> Joe Burrow's a stud, man. I, I, he's he's my new man crush now that Brady's and, uh, gone. even though he still say he said yesterday, I'm still a Buckeye. My yeah. brother sends me a text a week. Does this mean we have to root against him? I said, No, I don't root for I didn't root for Brady because he's a Michigan guy. To me, Burrow's an LSU guy. Right. My lasting image of him in college is smoking a stogie after winning the national championship. Right. Between him, Herbert, Mahomes, uh, Josh Allen, and, and throw Lamar uh, Jackson in there. Right. Holy cow, how'd you like to be a defensive coordinator in the AFC? Forget it. Yeah. The fact there that he doesn't have a Macanudo sponsorship by now is is appalling to me. Yeah, you're like exact, who, you're exactly who's asleep right. at the wheel? I mean, yeah, some, I, you know, some, Romeo and Julieta. I mean, give me give me something here. Some Dominican tobacco baron should be sending <laughs> him, throwing him a ton, a ton of money and a ton of stogies. Right. Oh. And we still got to deal with those damn commercials with, uh, with uh, uh, you know, the wasn't it the Cleveland's quarterback? I can't oh, stand oh, Mayfield. Oh. Mayfield is just not for long. <laughs> I, think good. I think they're good, but he's they're good commercials, but he's getting passed every day. Yeah, yeah, he he's is. The guy whose engine is blown in the, in the Indy five hundred is trying to limp home, and his like, people are coming down the straightaway, going past him. Now, now, are you a uh, Senior Bowl guy? I watched. Watch? My Senior Bowl guy. I watched the East East West Shrine game last. Oh night. yeah, last night. Right, yeah. So I mean, I'm an addict. If it's, okay. if it's a pro late spheroid, I'm watching it. So yeah, right. I'll watch the Senior Bowl. What Except about the I, Pro Bowl? The, no. No, okay, no. they're good. See, he's got standards. <laughs> no, I That's can't. why he's on this show. I can't really. Exactly. I, I, is that why I'm on this show? Because I have standards. Yeah, no, <laughs> That's, we we spoke on that. Yeah, I thought I was on this show because there's no. I'm like Richard Gear. I got nowhere else to go. <laughs> mayonnaise. <laughs> yeah, mayonnaise. Yeah. My grandmama wants to fly a jet. So no, I, I I will watch the Senior Bowl. I prefer the game that's played in Mexico, the Senior Bowl. The senior, uh, no, I, I watch the senior ball. <laughs> oh man! All right, final thing. Um, I watched UCLA Arizona last night. I'm starting to get heated up for a little college basketball outside of you know the Temple games, which are all on ESPN Plus. I had to order that this past month just to watch them. Um, who's sticking out to you thus far? Like who you think is a is a team right now? Is Purdue, uh, Wisconsin, in the Big Ten? Who's Baylor. who's a team? Baylor. Baylor's scary still because they play great defense. You know, you got to say Gonzaga because they'll make it to the Final Four again because they right. got you know, they got so much talent. Um, I really want to see what Auburn does. Yeah, I really think that. Big I like that point guard. Else. But I have recurring nightmares. Literally, I wake up at night screaming. My wife's like, honey, what's wrong? I have recurring nightmares of Jim Nance interviewing Coach K after he wins the national championship. It's, hello, friends. It's the perfect way to end an amazing career. Well, you know, Jim, the the players (laughs) this is a credit to the university and all of that. I I just, I I can't get it out of my head. Yeah. (sighs) 
Yeah, they, they take on uh, UNC this weekend at UNC, so it's his final trip there. They're going to make a big deal out of that. Oh, yeah, no they, question you know, they'll that. give him yeah. a Winnebago or something, you know, <laughs> whatever, you know, rocking chair or whatever. But uh, that's my that's my fear. Oh, is that I love your disdain for him. It's so great. Oh, he's the most disingenuous person in all of college basketball. <laughs> I sat in a press conference one time in, in, in Cameron Indoor Stadium, and a guy asked him a question that he didn't like. And he said, where are you from? And it turned out he was a national guy because I was there because Hurley was getting close to setting the assist record. And when he found out he was a national guy, he answered very nicely and graciously. Then a guy from the Durham Sum answers something, asked him something, and he got nasty at him. Mm. So he's always trying to project an image nationally of this educator right. coach nonsense when he's really just a nasty guy. Right. <laughs> see? Well, you, you get see? it. What do you see the Big Ten, man? How, how do you see them coming out, man? Let me uh, I mean, my Wolverines are taking on water. It's scary. Yeah. I, I'll tell you what. I watched Illinois the other night. I don't know why Kofi Coburn doesn't get the ball every single down time down the court. There's nobody who can guard him. I know his shooting mm -hmm. range is three feet, but still, he's a monster. Illinois is going to be real good. Wisconsin, you know, they've got Johnny Davis who's good, and they got Davison who's been there for 60 or 70 years. And then the requisite Midwest white guys in the middle that are like, right, you know, right. they, they barely can do anything. Michigan State's going to be good. If they can get some semblance of point guard play it, on a consistent basis, they'll be dangerous. And then Arizona's like good. Arizona played yeah. a good UCLA team last they night. They are good. They are good. You don't like Purdue? Purdue's good, but Purdue, you know, Purdue's going to be Purdue. They're, you know, they, they've got a, 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 a star. The big guy, Edie, is tough, but he can only play 20 minutes a game. Yeah. I, I think Painter's a good enough coach. I think they're an Elite Eight team, but I don't know if they're good enough if they get into a tough bracket. I think they'd lose to Duke. I think they'd lose to Baylor. They might even lose to Gonzaga. Hmm. Is, is Villanova good enough to make any kind of a run? Not this year. Or what they do you think? get to the second round. That'll be good for them. You know, you okay. saw what happened to them against Marquette. Tomorrow is a really, really big test for them because UConn's the same kind of team as Marquette. They're mm. long, they're athletic, and Villanova doesn't play at a real high pace. They want to work the mid court game, uh, half court game, pass right. it a lot, et cetera. This is a, if they can beat Connecticut, and as uh, I think it was Jensen had a, a column today in the Inquirer saying, Maybe they don't get like good like they usually do in March. I saw that. We'll we'll see if it's possible that, that if they can do it. But I, if they get to the Sweet Sixteen, Nova fans should be happy. Uh, speaking of Purdue, I like that Ivy kid. Yeah, that's Jayden the guy. He's, he's really dangerous. Yeah, and and Edie's good, and they got S S Sasha Stefanovic, who's been there. For oh man, years. he can fill it, man. Yeah, he, can, <laughs> yeah. he really can. He really can. So they're they're dangerous too. Big Ten yeah. is real good this year, just like it always is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Notice we didn't even talk about Michigan State. Yeah, yeah I, I said that if they get consistent right. point guard play, they'll be dangerous. Okay, and he's, you know he's he's a uh, he's always good at that time of the year. Yeah, Michael, we love having you on, man. Uh, thanks oh, so much. Well, 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 you got one more. One more, man. Uh oh. I, I he's got a sandwich I, to eat. I, right. I gotta, and I gotta, yeah, I gotta, exactly. I gotta go eat a turkey and cheese sandwich. I know, man, but I, 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 I made, I meant it to do it because you might have just hung up and just left. But um, the whole incident with Michigan and and um and John Vaughn, you know, what's what do you think about that situation? It's contemptible that they allowed this to go on and they let allowed these players to get abused by that doctor. It, it you know, when when Paterno allowed at Sandusky to do what he did at Penn State, there were a lot of people who were like, no, no, can't have. You got to stand up and say this is this is horrid and Schembechler had to have known and the players have been damaged by this it is an awful awful situation and, and it makes me as an alumnus 
you know, I've lost a little bit of the pride and respect for the institution because of what's happened. So I, you know, there's no room for this at yeah. all. And it needs to be called out wherever it happens. And those who are perpetrators of it need to be punished severely. Yeah, that's what I said. He was my running back in high school. That's why I asked John Vaughn. And, and he was a hell of a running back in Michigan. And and so Wheatley came around the corner. Well, you know, Wheatley, Wheatley's not not that not that, it's not bad losing your job to Ty Wheatley. But no, right. I, I, I I think I am glad that John's speaking up. I, I'm very happy about that. But it, it is a definite black eye for the school. Wow. Right. All right. Great stuff, Michael. As always. Oh, by the uh, way, Harry, you'll be interested to know I, I have gotten rid of no Fritos Fridays. I I can't. I've now got no Fritos Tuesdays and Thursdays because I got to eat, eat on the run at school. So now I'm, I'm going to have Fritos today. Fritos Friday. Yeah. <laughs> so good. It's back in order. It's All back. right. Good. <laughs> Thanks so much for jumping Appreciate on. Have a great you, weekend. All right, guys. Take it easy. All yeah. right. There he is. The Daily Ombre on Twitter. He's awesome. Oh, yeah, he is, man. I, Fantastic. I, I really didn't want to ask him that, but I just, you know, I had to, man. You know, the whole situation with, um, you know, that doctor and him taking yeah. sperm samples from from guys, I mean, what? It's crazy. Yeah, you know, I didn't even about read it? about it to be honest. Oh, I saw yeah, the headline. I was just like, I don't know, enough of this stuff. Right. Um. Yeah, but it's you know definitely a a black eye on the on the school. It's sort of like you know with with Temple. I've got mine. You know the whole Cosby situation. Right. You know, makes makes Temple look bad. Right. So right, we right, all right. have our we all have them. Unfortunately. All right. We got a final half hour to go. Uh, I'm going to give a Barrett his chance to talk and crow about the Pro Bowl. We'll go through some of the rosters. <laughs> and Bucky Brooks did a mock draft. I think we can hit on that for a few minutes to see uh, how he differs maybe from Daniel Jeremiah, which the stream uh, the stream will never get over Daniel Jeremiah's mock draft, I don't think. <laughs> we'll see nope. if we can do better with Bucky Brooks. Back in three. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the memories. Go for the view that goes on forever. Go for the bubbles in your bathtub and in your drink. Go to bed whenever you want or don't. Go for him. Go for her. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. As a hard-working American... You've never experienced how tough life can be until now. A catastrophic injury while working on the job. A personal injury from someone else's negligence. Turned away by other law firms in the region who didn't bother to learn your story. It's time to meet the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm and managing partner Brian Fritz. Badly injured? Call the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm. Find out why they say, we got this.
field of life, First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Welcome back. Final half hour on a football Friday, man. It's been a quick week, Barrett. We thought coming into this week, there might not be a whole lot going on. We had a, a busy week on the show. Real busy, real busy, man. I can't wait for, uh, you know, after, after even after the Super Bowl, man, when things get, you know, lit up as far as, you know, free agents and yeah. free agent markets and, you know, what direction these teams are going. Yeah. I mean, this, this might be, we might have some relief, man. This might be what we needed anyways. To have um, a uh, you know action packed leading up into the Super Bowl. Well, we're going to be off apparently next week. Um, yes, Wednesday. the show is off Wednesday to the next through Wednesday. the next Wednesday, I think. Yeah. Yep. And so we're back Monday, Tuesday next week. Then we're off for a couple of days, and then I'll be back with you that following Thursday and Friday. Then I'm gone for a while. Yeah, you so. get to you get to. Be a man. Play golf when you want to play golf in the right. weather that you love to play weather and uh, exactly. play golf in. Ponte Vedra and the rest will go to the west coast of Florida, and then we're going to Myrtle Beach for a couple days. That's it. Yeah. That's perfect, man. Yeah. That's perfect. I just yeah. want to know one thing, though. What? Can the wife beat you in golf? No. Oh, she can't? No. Okay. You, 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 you She's getting better, off. though. <laughs> yeah. That's she's winning tournaments. That's what I'm saying. She's getting, she's she's getting winning tournaments better. now. She's, yeah. she's getting better. Um, all right, let's get it. Let's go into this Pro Bowl because you love yourself some Pro Bowl. <laughs> I will not be watching the Pro Bowl. I can tell you that right now. I have to. I have to. I know, but I mean, really? Do you really? Because it's not real football. It's not, man. You know, you know why I want to watch it because I I, I remember that that punter trying to fake a punt, and uh, the, 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 the did um, the Washington football the Washington uh, safety who passed away. Oh, uh, Sean Taylor. Sean Taylor. Lit him up. Lit him up in the Pro Bowl. Yeah, you're it's, not it's supposed there. to do that, though, right? No, you're not. That, that, yeah. It's common courtesy. You you can do that because it's football, but it's common courtesy not to do that. Right. He's like, man, there's no way this punter is going to try to make a first down on my defense. Who was the punter? Do you remember? Oh, uh, I don't. Okay. Oh, man. But all I do, I, I I went back and I saw. I, 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 that's all I have to do is just get involved. When I want to get involved with this Pro Bowl stuff, uh-huh. is to look at that clip right there, it brings me right back into. Because my boy Troy, Troy Palomalo was on the opposite side, and I was just watching him. And all of a sudden, I went back and bam, there it was. Sean Taylor lit him up. Um, <sighs> let's see, Brian Mormon. Yeah, that's the name <laughs> of the punter. This was in the 06 Pro Bowl. Yeah, man. <laughs> well, I wonder if we could play this video. I'm gonna send it. I'm gonna send it to uh I'm gonna send it to uh Xander and we'll see if we can play this. Because I'd like to see, I don't remember it. I was not watching, I will tell you that. Uh, but I would kind of like to see this. We'll see. Oh my we, goodness. Yeah. It was incredible. It was we'll, incredible. We'll send this to uh to Xander. Um wow. He got lit. 
Yeah. Now, was there a fight afterwards? No, he got up. And, what was he going to say to Sean Taylor? Sean Taylor? No, I'm saying like maybe some of his teammates might no. step up. <laughs> they no? were laughing. No, they were laughing too, man. They really? were laughing up too. Everybody was laughing, man. I mean, he he just ran straight through it. It's like he didn't even break stride. <laughs> wow. I hate to do it to him. Uh, but the, this Pro Bowl, the AFC quarterbacks, Justin Herbert, Patrick Mahomes, and Lamar Jackson. That's ridiculous, man. It is ridiculous, man. And you, you, you look at um, especially you, when you don't play defense against those. Right, guys. right, right. <laughs> you know, uh, but you know, it's just like you know, you got uh, for for the NASA, you got a Rod, uh, Tom Brady's not playing, Colin right. Murray, Kirk Cousins, Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, the, I thought what's his name was a backup. I thought that um, Hertz was a backup. Yeah, I told you. Yeah, uh, you were getting all excited. Yeah, you and Kirk his mom, you and his mom are coming at me, getting all excited. We were too, man. We were we were at you, man. Jonathan, Jonathan Taylor's uh for the Colts and the Nick Chubb with the Browns, Mixon. Yes. And Najee Harris. That's a pretty good crew of running backs for the AFC. Well, the NFC, Dalvin Cook. Oh James yeah. Connor, uh, but Alvin Kamara. Yes. Oh nice. No. Here, here, now, it it. You, here it is. Now you guys are getting on me about, you know, me. Getting over those 20 years ago, but look at this. <laughs> Jabari Johnson, yeah. look at this. Watch this. Yeah. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Doesn't that get your blood boiling? I gotta see that again. <laughs> Boom. Oh man. <laughs> Yak him, smack him. Wow. Hey, he got right up, man. Yeah. Yeah. He ain't want none of that. Look, <laughs> he's, he's in the days. He doesn't know where he is, but he did get up. Wow. No, I don't remember that. I, I was not watching. I have been a card-carrying anti-Pro Bowl guy since the 80s, Barrett. But, you know, you got to love that. But, hey, you know, speaking of the Pro Bowl, look at the wide receivers. Cooper Cup, but he's, gonna be, he's not playing. But uh, Devontae Adams, he's probably not playing either. But Justin right. Jefferson. He's mm-hmm. down there. Debo Samuels is down there. And mm-hmm. Mike Evans play, replaces Adams. Yeah, I mean, the yeah. AFC, Tyreek Hill, Jamar Chase won't be there. Stephon Diggs, yep. Keenan Allen, and Deontay Johnson. That's really kind of weak. Compared to what you have NFC. Yeah. They can't do better than that? I know. I know. Huh. Uh, the tight ends, though. Mark Andrews and Travis Kelsey for the AFC. Oof. That Andrews guy is a baller. Yes, he is. But hold on. We now NFC, they got George Kittle. Okay. But then they have Kyle Pitts. Come really? Yeah. I mean, you could have had you could have had um Goddard there, man. Kyle Pitts. Really? Are you kidding me? His yeah, rookie year, he makes the Pro Bowl. That's, that's man, they just nah, gave him a bone. Nah, man. they're trying to force feed that. Yeah. That's yeah, BS. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um offensive tackle. Uh, Rashawn Slater, the rookie for the Chargers. Well-deserved. Orlando Brown and Deion Dawkins, Temple Al. Yeah. Well, the, um, now Williams was supposed to be Trent Williams. He gets replaced by Dwayne Brown. Okay. From Seattle. Yeah, he's, he's still good. Uh, Brian O'Neill from Minnesota, he replaces um, he replaces uh, Tristan Wirth. Mm. And right. then um, – DJ Humphreys, who had a hell of a year, 
is right. going to um, replace Tyron Smith. Guards, man, they got two Cleveland Browns in here, Betonio and Teller. Good brim blockers. At guard, Quentin Nelson for the Colts and Roger Saffold for the Titans replaces. Oh, he's replacing Nelson. Yeah. But you, you think about that. Their offensive line in Cleveland and their running game and some of those receivers, like the quarterback stinks. Yes. With all that other stuff around him, he stinks. Well, look at the guards for um for the um NFC. Zach Martin, mm. A1. Brandon right. Scherf, A1. Right. Ali Marpin. Marpin. He's A1. Tampa, yeah. Yeah. Uh, defensive ends, Miles Garrett, Browns, uh, Max Crosby, and Hendrickson. Oh, he won't play there. He Hendrickson won't play won't, now. Yeah. So they well, have to replace him. DNs, Nick Bosa, Brian Burns. He he came along. He, he he's doing pretty good of uh with the Panthers. Mm-hmm. And then Cameron Jordan from New Orleans. Saints, yeah. Well, let's go back to centers though. My oh. two favorite guys. Oh My yeah. Two favorite guys. <laughs> yeah. Your guy in Tampa. Yes, Ryan Jensen. He's not starting though, but. Jason Kelsey. Oh yeah, of course. And then Ryan Jensen. That that alone will make me watch the Pro Bowl. Really, those guys right there. Yeah. Corey Lindsley and Ryan Kelly are for the AFC. Oh yeah, that's pretty good. Chargers and Colts. Yep, that's pretty good. There's a fullback that made it in the AFC. What guy for the Ravens? Ricard. Yeah, he's Patrick good. Ricard. I don't know if they have one for uh, NFC. Let me see. No, I don't think they have. No, use check didn't make it. Nope. Wow. I would have thought he would, but they didn't. They didn't. Yeah. No, they did. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he he's asked the only him. One. Yeah. Yo, Kyle Juszczyk, he's the only one. Yep. Right. Yep. DeForest Buckner, Chris Jones, Cameron Hayward, and Jeffrey Simmons are your interior linemen. That's pretty good. Well, replacing Aaron Donald will be Vita Vey. Yeah. A pretty good replacement. That's not bad. Uh, Kenny Clark from uh, Green Bay, he's being replaced by. Javon Hargreaves. Really? Yes. Oh, okay. He's replacing Clark. And then you got Aaron Donald's playing. And then uh then um so that's so it's gonna be Aaron Donald, Jonathan Allen, Javon Hargraves, and Vitor Vea. Hmm. Now Ash one. Ash on the stream says Kelsey pulled out. Oh, did he? Yeah, that's that's what he's saying. Well, if he pulled, uh, I don't know who they replaced him with yet. And Bosa is not playing, according to Guns 350. When did they pull out? I'm not sure. See that kind of yeah. that kind of that kind of cheapens my argument. You got to watch it. Exactly. That kind of solidifies you. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like these guys <laughs> keep pulling out, and then they get replaced, and then that guy's considered a Pro Bowler when yep. it's really in reality he's not. Right. That was my whole point about it. Yeah. yeah. You know, T.J. Watt, Joey Bosa. Now I don't know if he's going to play. Uh, you know, Watt's probably not going to play either. Yeah, right. this boss is not playing. Harold Landry is going to replace him. And Matthew Judon, I like him. Me too. Um, uh, they have uh, Chandler Jones, hmm. Bobby Wagner, yeah, and Devin White. How many has Bobby Wagner been to? Oh, he's getting replaced. He's getting replaced oh, he by is? Yeah, Devin White replacing Bobby Wagner. Oh, okay. See, I can't keep track. Yeah. And then, Darius uh, Leonard, he's probably not playing. If they have an asterisk next one, does that mean that, oh no, that's a starter. Okay. Yeah, it starts. Yeah. Darius cornerbacks. Cornerbacks. Trayvon yeah. Diggs, 
Jalen Ramsey, hmm. Darius Slay, Marshawn Lattimore. That's 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 pretty good defensive backs there. J.C. Jackson, Xavier Howard, Denzel Ward, and Kenny Moore the second are the cornerbacks. Yeah, they're all right, but then we got we got some we got some yeah. go getters right now. I want to see what you guys have for free safety. Who do you have for free safety? Kevin Byard, Titans. Good. And then uh, Derwin James, I love. And then yep. uh, uh, Teron Matthew. Mm. Buda Baker, mm. Harrison Smith, two ballers. And then um, uh, at free safety, replacing Quadri Diggs from Seattle. Yeah. Is uh, Anton Whitfield Jr. Oh, Anton for the Winfield Saints Jr. or for the Bucks. The Bucks, yep. Yeah. For the Bucks. Nice. Yeah, and we got kickers. Justin Tucker. I mean, he's goes he's right. a perennial pro bowler. Yeah, he just goes. Yeah, he just they just book his ticket. Exactly. Beginning <laughs> of the season, they don't even wait for him to to actually kick the, for the season. They just give it to him. So I wanted to figure who they're gonna who are they gonna have for um who are gonna have replacing Matt Gay. I don't oh, know. for the Rams? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Well, well, why why didn't Elliott go? Well, yeah, he should. Right. I just want to see who's gonna replace him. My, my God, he's had a great year. Great year. Um, I'm trying to get his mock draft. Bucky Brooks had one. Um, yeah, I was just looking at. You were? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Bucky Brooks. Um, yeah. Kenny Pickett, Corral are the only QBs in round one, according to him. Yep. He had the tackle from Bama going first, just like Daniel Jeremiah did. Evan Neal to the Jaguars, followed um, by the two edge rushers. And then Equanu going fourth to the Jets. I don't have that. I don't have that one. Let me find it. Let me find it. Hold on a second. The Giants with an offensive tackle. Boy, he's got offensive tackles coming off the board early, man. I told you they, they do go on ways like that. Yeah. The Giants get cross from Mississippi State. And the Panthers take Gardner, the cornerback from Carolina. And then the that, Giants from, get uh, OJ. Uh, you talking about uh, from um, from Florida? No, Gardner from Cincinnati. Oh, Gardner from Cincinnati. That's right. Yeah. Right. Then Ojabo goes to the Giants at seven. Ooh, hate to do so that. that'd be an Ojabo and Charles Cross first round for the Giants. Whew. Stingley to the Falcons, the cornerback. And then pick it off the board to Denver at nine. And the Jets take Garrett Wilson, wide receiver, Ohio State at 10. Best so receiver the, off the board. Yep. So the Jets got a good tackle, maybe the best tackle, that NC State kid. Yep. He is the best tackle. And the Ohio, Ohio State wide receiver, who is a stud. Matt Corral again to the Washington football team, the commandos, the commies. Yeah, <laughs> get corral. So that that's becoming pretty consistent. Yeah, it is. Yeah, and, that, that, and don't think that just happens. Like they're hearing that kind of stuff. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. They're talking to their scouts, and they they must really love him. Um, the Vikings, Karloftis at twelve. I see that. Yeah, Drake London to the Browns at thirteen. They don't have a quarterback, so why would they yeah. do that? Yeah, why would they get him another <laughs> weapon? Jesus. Ravens. Oh, this pisses me off. Oh, uh, Ravens take Linderbaum. Your off boy from Iowa, the center. 
the pick before the Eagles. That's a real Ravens pick, too. Yeah, it is. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. And then the Eagles. The first one is the safety from Notre Dame, Kyle Hamilton. Love it. He's a great player. Yes, love yeah. it. I love that. Playmaking safety with range, ball skills, and a thump that would upgrade the secondary that could lose a pair of starters in the back end. Yeah, we don't know what we're going to do with Harris or McLeod. Now, here's another one you're going to like. Traylon Burks to the Eagles at 16, the wideout uh, from Arkansas. Yes, yes. The the They were talking, projecting him as the next Debo Samuels. But I, oh, I, 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 I definitely use him like that. But we're yeah. talking about a guy that's physical. He's he's a middle-of-the-field type of guy that can go out and just rule the interior of the field. On the outside, just Debo, little DBs. Right. That's where I want him, man. Um, D-Train on the stream says, if Hamilton – falls to us and we don't take him i'm looking for a new nfl team <laughs> there you go Fred, i feel All you right. on that man there because you go. <laughs> hamilton is this dude is so good and he's probably gonna run like a 4 4 too and he's a big kid too mm-hmm. he's yeah. fast and big trevor penning to the chargers at 17 it's my boy the offensive tackle but think about slater and penning now as the bookend tackles for that quarterback that's how you build man yes that's sir how you build. he's from northern yeah. iowa Yep. Then the Saints take Olave from Ohio State. They love Ohio State. I think DJ had the same guy, same pick. Yep, going to them. I mean, they love Ohio State. Yep. I mean, you look at them. Uh, that's where uh, Michael uh, Thomas, Michael Thomas went there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So did their cornerback. Yep. Yep. Jermaine Johnson to the Eagles at ding 19. ding ding. We won. We won. We finally got an A in the draft. So that would be your edge rusher, yep. your safety, and a big play wideout, a big, big wideout. Yes. That would be pretty good. That they they get an A from me. I'd Man, be good. I'd be good with that. I because I'm past the point. I'm past the point of, of screaming at the top of my lungs that we need a linebacker in the right. first. And if you look at it, none of the linebackers has went yet. None of Dean, right. nobody's nobody's went yet. Yeah, the uh the guy from uh, Utah, too. Yep. Pittsburgh takes Georgia D lineman Trayvon Walker, who you like a yes, lot. Devin Lloyd, first linebacker off the board to New England at 21. Perfect pick for him. It that's is. That's perfect. It is. And that's exactly what's going to happen, too. That's exactly how it's going to happen. He, they're going to pick up Devin Lloyd, and uh-huh. this dude's going to play for him for years. <laughs> and, 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 and he just be you know, the captain of that defense. Yep. Jordan Davis, the big uh, that's root, a, that, root hog for Georgia, goes to the that, Raiders. That's a pick for them. Yep. The guys are going to be lazy. Right. Not going to work hard. Going <laughs> to underwhelm them as a player. Right. That's 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 exactly what's going to happen to them. Card, Cardinals McDuffie from Washington, the cornerback. That's a good that's a good pick for him. That's Cowboys. Uh-oh. Yeah, Kenyon he, Green, your boy from oh, Texas A&M to Dallas. Damn, him on the other side of Martin. Yeah. Yeah. Makes me even tougher. I tell you, that, that running back, he'd, he'd love that pick. Wait, look. But, hey, I'm going to tell you this, though. I'm going to tell you this. With um, the Cardinals pick, mm-hmm. McNuffy, I don't know, man. I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm I'm out on the Huskies. Yeah, me too, man. Seriously. <laughs> I, sh- I shouldn't be that way, but I am. It's <laughs> just the way it is. Uh, Ro- Roger McCreary, Buffalo, takes him from Auburn, cornerback. Good pick for them. Good pick. D- 
Dotson from Penn State goes to the Titans. Ooh, another good pick. Can you imagine that? Yeah. To go along with A.J. Brown. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Elam, the cornerback from Florida, who you we both I, like, the, goes the, to Tampa. The best cornerback in the draft. Man. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he's the most complete. You right think now. you like him better than Gardner? Yes. Really? He's, he's the most complete cornerback hmm. in the draft. Mick, oh, DeMarvin Leal to Green Bay. But hold on, read read his bio. Read who said the Buccaneers need an athletic corner with A plus cover skills on that island. Elam holds up and well one on one matchups and fits Tampa Bay style of aggressive man to man defender. See, okay. see, he doesn't fit us. He's he's an aggressive. <laughs> he's man to man. That's not what we do here. We're passive. We're soft coverage. We can't draft Elam here, Barrett. He doesn't fit Gannon's scheme. Uh, damn it! You're right. You're right. That's my fault, man. We can't no. have aggressive players in the secondary. That's crazy, yeah. But you're right, man. DeMarvin, right. Leal, Le- Le- what's it, Leal? Leal. Leal. He's perfect for them, too. Green oh, Bay. man. Yeah. Don't get up the field. He's a monster. Yeah. They can play him in end and at go- uh, tackle. Oh, here's I mean, your boy. N'Kobe Dean, finally off the board to Miami. 29. You know what? They say he's small, man. Hmm. I, 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 You know, he didn't look small when he was out there playing. Let me see how big he is, man. I think he's only about 6'1". I doubt if he's even that. Like 217, 220. I thought it was bigger than that, man. You the way he so? looked out there, the way he played, he yeah. played bigger than that. You look that up. I'll, I'll go to Kansas City at 30. Daxton Hill, defensive back, Michigan. He's only six foot. Is he six foot? What's his weight? 225. Yeah, okay. So that's a little bigger than I thought, but okay. Uh, Bengals, Bernard Raymond, offensive tackle. This is the guy you, you watched at Central Michigan. Good. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. He'll be there for a long – like I told you yesterday, he'll be there for 10 years. He's the next Whitfield. <laughs> well, that that would be very good for the Bengals. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Lions, David Bell. He's a stud from Purdue. Yeah, he is. A wide he can receiver. do everything too, yeah. man. He does that's everything. Inter- that's well. interesting. He doesn't have a quarterback going to Detroit there. Well, they still they still under that contract, man. Yeah. They still got to pay that guy. They're not going to just pay Yeah. Yeah. Goff's going to be there for a long time. He's got like three years left on that oh, deal. Oh, jeez. I hate wow. to do it, man. Your, your, your buddy Dan Campbell is not going to survive the golf contract. He's going to be gone. Oh, wow. Oh, my goodness. All right. Well, a good week. Um, and you're going to be, you and I will be watching the Senior Bowl. You're on yes. your own on Sunday. You playing golf on Sunday? <laughs> well, it, no, it's going to be like 35 degrees. I need a four. Oh, okay. I need a four, I told my wife. In the, yeah, I yeah. need a, at least a four in the temperature. Like it's got right, to start right. with a four for me yeah. to go out. <laughs> She's crazy enough. She'll play in 36 degrees. Oh, no, 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 no. Um, I'll be fishing that weather. I'll be watching the guys at Pebble Beach while you're watching the Pro Bowl. I'll make sure that I'll send you updates, all right? Oh, uh, please do. <laughs> yeah, please do. That would be great. All right, we've enjoyed it. Good week, and we'll be back on Monday. Stay tuned for Dan Cilio, and uh, enjoy the weekend, folks. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the memories. Go for the view that goes on forever. Go for the bubbles in your bathtub and in your drink. Go to bed whenever you want or don't. Go for him. Go for her. Go for the wind. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. 
What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. As a hardworking American, you've never experienced how tough life can be until now. A catastrophic injury while working on the job. A personal injury from someone else's negligence. Turned away by other law firms in the region who didn't bother to learn your story. It's time to meet the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm and managing partner Brian Fritz. Badly injured? Call the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm. Find out why they say, we got this. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager, only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. 